0: Love Talk Radio no. 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 Sip the juice, I got enough to go around and the thought takes place uptown. I grew up on a sidewalk while i was street talking, then talk the whole from York, I go to Queens for Queens to get the food from Brooklyn. they've only in Manhattan
1: and never been took it. Go uptown at a Bronx and boogie down the strong on the island, for lay around. My juice back up, pop that up Suckers get smacked up Don't doubt the clout, you know what I'm about Knockin' niggas off, knockin' niggas out shaking them up, waking them up Breakin' them up, waking them up Standin' on shaky brown, too close to the edge Let's see if I know the
2: ledge Corner's trifling, shorty's here I get cocked even if it's 40's to bear Here's a sip with the crew's destiny I get for beds and the recipe. Somebody got a stuff, I just might spare one and give a brother a fair one. Stay alert and on feed, and I do work with these like Hercules. Switch the South Force, switch to right draw, cause I don't like girls, hyper nice balls. Move, but I move like an army. Pull a boot down, face rubbers out of me. Putting rubber to rest like Elliot Ness. Cause I don't like stress. Waste ain't a place for innocent of box, damn, this the Nothing gonna stop the plan, I'll chill like the geno, chill like the nero. I know we Shell lay around on the battleground, dead bodies are throughout the town. I'm trying to put shame in my game to make a name. I'm going to put it on a bullet, put it in your brain. Rip the block like a buckshot who cares where it goes. Just keep the castle closed. No remorse when the life is. Get the weapon, man. mass you never I'm for and steep one deep I track attention
1: People like to see So come say hi to the bad guy Don't say goodbye I don't plan to die Cause I get loose And I got
2: troops And crazy juice. Ain't the fool of many Like I am told to many Hang out with super weapons Don't try to play me I'm at war a lot I don't want to die But no more in a shop i could have grown
1: grow lot. my life When I cook beef The smoke will never clear Every of this fear I just fear. Living
2: life too close to the edge at an overlay brand new morn, no time to yawn. Shower's on, power's on, late for school. I catch the train, girl set the style and whisper
1: my name. I push up like an exercise. Check the intellect select and inspect the size. Select the best one. Pull to the dock. keep her occupied for the rest of the vibe. Read up my resume, she know I'm ready, cool. Just meet me at school, we come only and groan until your mom come home. And you'll be calling me out, Dope Capone, sweat me. She didn't wanna let me go, so come get me. That's if you wanna sip the juice cut and squeeze me. So I take my gun off safety. Cause a lot of niggas hate me coming out of the building. They set me up, sprayed with automatics, they wet me up. And the puddle with blood, I lay close to the edge. I guess I didn't know the ledge.
2: Peace to the family. Welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. You are now rocking with the best. This is your host, Brother Red Pill. waiting for my co-host to fall in. Can everybody there hear me? I'm on a set right now. I want to know if I'm picking up. So in the chat room, if y'all hear me, just let me know. to the family in the chat room let me know if you hear my voice said the audio was breaking up all right fix that am I coming through clear now am I coming through clear to the uh, to the brothers and sisters in the chat room let me know Alright, that's what's up, no doubt. Alright, this episode is going to be a good episode, it's going to be a, a, a laid back episode, so to say, you know what I mean? We're going to make this a round table discussion, because we want the family to join us tonight, we want the family to come through and to build with us. Because a lot of things have been going on in the news, I'm sure personally a lot of things are going on in our lives and whatnot. You know what I mean? So we're just gonna we're gonna open up the phone lines. We're gonna open up the floor, and we're gonna answer any questions that the family has. And we're also gonna let them ask questions to the family that's out there, so you can answer the questions. So I'm encouraging the chat room, and I'm also encouraging the brothers and sisters on the phone line to make this one an interactive show tonight. Feel me? So with that being said. Let's get into a few, uh, before we open up any lines, let's get into a few things that are going on in the news, okay? First and foremost, for all of the family that have been um, rolling with us, and y'all, y'all know the story that we were talking about in Jamaica with the brother Dudas, uh, for the family who are not aware of the story they're talking about, this was a, a situation that was going on in Jamaica, Kingston. In the area called Tiflis Gardens, and they were um, basically looking for this drug lord named Christopher Dudas Cope. And um, the brother was basically uh, wanted dead or alive. Obama put out a uh, uh, he put out a wanted for the brother, and they wanted to bring him forth to face uh, drug charges, coke running charges, and things of that nature. There was a huge altercation inside of the area of Tifoli Gardens where a lot of brothers and sisters lost their lives. A lot of youth, matter of fact, was losing their lives. You have stories of the army coming in, dragging in, dragging out uh, young men. You know what I'm saying? Who they were talking about with shot ties, Young men who they deemed a threat to society. They were executing them right there in front of their mothers and, and you know, other people in their family. So... So fast forward about this story, the brother was on the run for a few weeks, you know what I'm saying, nobody could find him, he finally was caught today, you know what I'm saying, so he has been caught, and from my sources, from what I've read, he's still alive, you know what I'm saying, they have not pulled the trigger, thank God, on the brother, but um, in his community, you're probably wondering, like, what is he talking about a drug dealer for, you know, what does that got to do with consciousness? Well, in his community in Jamaica, he was also known as a Robin Hood. You know what I'm saying? And he was dealing with, you know, a lot of sideway shit, you know what I'm saying? Putting that coke and whatnot. I'm not cosigning that one bit. But in his, in his hood, in Jamaica, in his hood, in his slums, in the slums where the police was not even allowed to get into the area, they weren't even allowed entrance into this area, he was known as a Robin Hood which means that he was taking the proceeds from the, uh, the drug trade that he was a part of the CIA. He was, hand, he was you know, in bed with the CIA and things of that nature. He's also, um his father was down with the shower posse. He was like the second or third generation of shower posse, and he was known as a Robin Hood in his era. So when they finally signed the warrant to go and get them, the whole neighborhood rallied behind them, and said that they would not allow their Robin Hood to get captured. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm gonna drop the link in the chat room for the for the family to want to read on that. All right. Yeah, hear me in the chat room. Let me Because I see people saying what just happened. If you hear my voice clearly, let me know in the chat room all right so i don't, I don't wanna be running my mouth and this thing is not working, yeah, so we're gonna go ahead and um open up one of these phone lines that we have. Alright. And in the meantime between time I'm gonna look for the uh I'm gonna look for this headpiece that I was using so audio could come out clearer. Alright? So we don't uh any sideways.
0: Yes,
2: sir. We hear you trying to sound like Barry White. (laughs) Uh, That was a good one. All right, let me go ahead and go to these lines and open up the phone lines. There's also some other things going on in the news. We're going to get back to that.
0: I'm
2: going to go ahead and go to the phone lines. We're going to open up a 718 number. All right, here we go. 718 493 4507, peace.
3: Peace, what's up, what's up?
2: What's going on? Ain't nothing
3: maintaining. Who am I talking
2: to? Is this the brother, uh, Marsh Intelligence?
3: Yes, sir. Alright,
2: what's going on, Marsh?
3: Ain't nothing maintaining.
2: No doubt, no doubt.
3: Yeah, I was reading I know that. I that,
2: they that could. uh, say that
3: again? I was reading that they caught, um, brother... If yes, they did. And uh, from
2: my understanding, it wasn't uh it wasn't you know, they had a dead or alive bounty on his head. So from my understanding the brother's still alive. And that's a you know that's that's not a bad thing. But what the people need to understand is they deemed him as a threat because he had a lot of sensitive information about governmental involvement in this cocaine and, and guns trade there was going, there was occurring in Kingston, in Jamaica, which was one of the um, the murder capitals of the world for a few years in a row. Am I correct? Yeah,
3: that's right. Yeah, so yeah, I'm another, sure they didn't want to get out. Yeah, it was intertwined with um, with a lot of things, especially with um, the government down there. But whenever whenever yeah. anybody mm-hmm. studies um, any op, whenever you have somebody working as a middleman and stuff like that. There's somebody higher that's pulling, you know, the strength. So when they're ready to pull the plug, you're going to have, you know, automatic war going on.
2: Well, so from, was, the research, from the research that I did, as a result of this story being pushed into the mainstream media, and we all know whenever they push stories at a certain pace, it always encourages one to dig deeper. What I began pulling up when we the deep story is the fact that due to the military occupation of Haiti, which is also one of the most one of the most major um, cocaine routes coming out of South America, so due to them locking down that fort and due to them locking down Afghanistan where they already have um this week came out in the news that you have whole villages hooked on heroin. I'm talking about women Men, children, and babies hooked on heroin, so as a result of them locking down these two ports, they decided that Jamaica, which is one of the other major cocaine ports, needed to be locked down in this so called war on drugs or what I would deem this uh you know this is this is a this it ain't no war it's more so a um a blackout op operation with the drug game being the main financer. And then as I, I begin to dig deeper, you come to find out that there's oil under Jamaica the same way that they came to find out there's oil under Haiti. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you got to really pick it out because Tiffley Gardens, where the brother Dudas, with the king with the, the ports of Jamaica, is directly behind Tiffley Gardens. He was running the ports. So in order for the military to take over the ports, they had to deem him as, you know, as, as public enemy number one and then create this assault, start dragging out so-called, because the reports came back that they were putting out warlords and other so-called shotters and gangsters that they had no affiliation with his brother, and they were locking them up and killing them also all over Jamaica. All
3: right. they're trying, uh, trying to get two birds with one stone and using him like a, as a Bin Laden excuse.
2: As a patsy. All right. And you're in bed with the CIA and when you're in bed with these other organizations, it tends to be that you become a patsy for the bigger goal that you might not have been aware of. Here it is, you lay down in bed with these uh, nefarious individuals not knowing they have about five steps ahead of you with their plans. And then when you become expendable, they play you out of pocket and then they come in and take over the big piece of the pie. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we just need to keep our eyes on Jamaica and see what, uh, you know, and see, we'll see what comes out of that.
3: All right. There's this, there's this um, island trying to shut down basically the whole Western hemisphere, really. Yes, sir. And what we see with yes, us the same stuff that's been happening um, in history. It's the same thing that happened with um, Saddam Hussein. It's the same thing that happened mm-hmm. in and with the Latin, with Latin, yeah. Latin, and getting trained on North American yeah. oil.
2: Manuel Noriega. You
3: know what I'm saying? Right. But the thing that these people do is I they agree with the CIA to give them help, but then they realize, like, damn, this is not going to be good for me and not going to be good for my country. But at that point, it's almost too late. You can't pull out. The there's, there's only thing that's left is going to be go for war because you're, you're in a debt already financial debt, and then you're going to be basically in a property debt. Yep. You know what I'm saying?
2: And, you know, many of us we just have to remember and we have to recall that the creation of these islands, you know what I'm saying? You just do history about the creation of the islands. You know what I'm saying? Going all the way back to the Pope, going all the way back to post-1492 with the Christian powers when um, the papal gave edicts to the Portuguese and the Spaniards to basically go forth to the new world and conquer all that they see, all lands that they see, all peoples that they see. And as a result, we're talking about the exponential explosion of wealth across Europe. That made them these the powers that they are today, as a result of coming upon these islands, slaughtering, murdering um, millions in the name of the cross, taking the natural resources all the way back to Europe, and then establishing all of these industries that we see that nowadays that um, these Caucasians are billionaires, trillionaires, or you know what I'm saying. So, you know, many of these islands will always be under the thumb of the European powers due to their history and due to them, you know what I mean? They, they got to wake up as to who they are, straight up. You know what I mean? Like, these these are these are like Roman Catholic provinces right here. So many of the things that we see with these games with the IMF and all of these other things, um, playing games with countries, may turn them into third world countries. Like, we shouldn't really be surprised. Because this is something that they've historically done to them.
3: All right. That's why we got to study um, global history. Global history will show you that um, there was something called the Treaty of Ghent, G-H-E-N-T. People could look that up, where it shows that the Caribbean islands uh, was part of the Americas and still part of the Americas anyway. But what has yes. happened is that um, Queen Elizabeth, aka the Boer Queen, she basically turned the British Empire into a business because they actually have like a, a flag and a banner. She's the executive. And she basically have continents and islands as basically real estate. So the illusion of people being yep. independent on the forefront. They're really not independent because who's running the bank, who's rolling the resources, who gave them the loan. As a person that was born on the island of Jamaica or Esamaca, um, I read the Jamaican Constitution. And in the Constitution, they talk about independence, but they still give allegiance to the queen. Yeah. So that shows me, by studying law, that's basically jurisdiction. The people could think whatever the heck that they want, but behind the scenes, who really has the power, which is, that is the real problem. This is the reason why all, the majority of the uh, Caribbean island, different places on the planet is in turmoil because the people themselves really don't have the say so.
2: Yeah, I mean, and then we just have to go back to who are they pledging their allegiance to? One thing that I'm beginning to understand the more that I study and the deeper that I go into our global history is the will truly you know what I'm saying like it's nearly impossible it's almost borderline impossible to even think about getting one's freedom if one's God and one's allegiance lays within one's uh, Oppressor and conqueror, you know I'm saying like it's a oxymoron. So, when I hear people preaching for freedom and liberation and stuff like that, I don't really hear them denounce the Roman Catholic Church, I don't really hear them denouncing the British crown. You feel what I'm saying? I don't hear them denouncing those that are responsible and those that are benefiting from the wholesale genocide of the ancestors. And to truly have freedom, you try to shake, shake that off. You have to identify that which is holding you down, uh, generational wise. And you have to be able to be brave enough and be bold enough to confront that evil and say they're not going to participate in that.
3: So. All right. That's why the brother um, Nobuja Ali. Ever since 1913, he said we're giving back everything back the children of rome and the pale nation and pale tribe that belong to them and coming into our own so that means their ways their yeah. customs and um and also their creed and when you look up nationality in a black law dictionary people need to stop talking about it and actually buy it and actually read it in the black law dictionary says nationality is somebody who has a certain allegiance to a group of people Yep. And nationality equals nation, which equals natural, which equals um, nature, which equals nato, which equals neter. So you Mm -hmm. can't honor any female or any woman unless you're dealing with nationality, because that's where the nato come in. You can't really honor the earth or be part of the earth, because that's where the um, the nature come in. And you really are not honoring your ancestors. Unless you deal with nationality.
2: Yes, indeed.
3: So with understanding those basics, that will give you something to fight for. Once you have lampide, once you have history, once you really know who you are, now you have something to fight for because now you have it in proper context.
2: Exactly. And, you know, I can understand or overstand the lack of national pride that many of us have because we truly have never heard our correct history. So mentally, we don't have anything to draw back upon. All we got is Egypt or Kemet. You know what I'm saying? But none of us who hail from these islands or our parents, our ancestors hail from these islands. Our grandparents come from St. Croix. You know what I'm saying? And... When I, do the, when I do the knowledge on the true history on St. Croix and the true inhabitants of St. Croix, that's when I began to get pride for St. Croix. You feel what I'm saying? So you got to dig in and truly trace back your ancestors. You have to truly trace back what were the tribes, what were the nations that existed that got wiped out when this European landed on that land. And, and, and all of this stuff took place post 1400. We're not talking about the Roman Empire and Greece and all of that bull crap that they fed us. Because they were not in power prior to to, to the so-called, they call it the Apocalypse. And the Apocalypse was 1492. And post-1492, that's when the New World was discovered. And that's when the world began to change for the worse. Okay? These Europeans were not in power. These Europeans were poor. These Europeans were basically still thinking the world was flat. These Europeans, the Portuguese per se, was or was was along the coast was um, sailing on the coast of Africa, looking for who is this? Who is this dude? Um, is it Prestigeon? Are you familiar with this story? Um, Moorish intelligence. The know. mythical thing that they were looking for in Africa, who they who they felt had. All of these, it was a mythical Christian nation of millions of million. They supposedly had millions of Christians in Africa. And this is who the Portuguese were sailing to look for. But at the same time, they were also sailing to look for the, uh, a better route into India because they were looking for spices. Spices and precious stones. We got to remember the spices were akin to drugs these days. All right. Or... Or or we was not even drugs. Let's just say oil. You know what I'm saying? Because the, the spices that were produced by India was something that was very much um it was like it was it was very much needed and very much wanted in Europe.
3: Right, when you do the math was, when you huh? do the math when you do the math for that period of time that you're speaking of? like yeah. Columbus and all of that, and before that, when you do the math, the Ottoman Empire, which was a group of Moors, was ruling all of Persia and coming into um, Europe and into North Africa, including Egypt. So yes. the reason why they had to, what they call so-called go-around To find spices, because they was not allowed to come into the Moorish Empire unless they paid dues. Exactly. So Christopher Columbus was was not lost because he had a map and he had people who navigated the seas before. He just had to find another way to cut out the middleman, because the Moors was ruling that whole entire region. Can
2: I can I read something, brother? offer the um this book that I'm putting together dealing with that all right. I want to concur to what you're saying all right I'm let, this is about the Portuguese who many of us need to study when we want to study when this shit went wrong We want to study correct history and global history Portuguese maritime overseas exploration and expansion into the 15th century took on two directions The first was towards the southern coast of West Africa, where the Portuguese initially participated in kidnapping raids, bringing several Africans back to Portugal. They soon realized that by establishing diplomatic relations with local kings, they could penetrate the interior of Africa and carefully observe lands, rivers, and other natural resources thus gaining intelligence on Muslim activity. The Portuguese, like their commercial rivals, the Spanish, were trying to break the Muslim monopoly over trade between Europe and Eastern Asia. The Portuguese explored the Atlantic Ocean of Africa and established links with the peoples and kingdoms of the sub-Saharan regions of Guinea, Ghana, Dahomey, and the Congo. I'll repeat that. The Portuguese explored the Atlantic coast of Africa and established links with the peoples and kingdoms of the sub-Saharan regions of Guinea, Ghana, Dahomey, and the Congo. Explorers and adventurers soon became very active in expeditions in search of gold, pepper, tusk, slaves, profitable trade routes, and more importantly, converting native populace to Christianity. In addition to seeking new trade routes to India and China, the spreading of Christianity into new lands also became a powerful justification for material Portugal and Spain. By 1492, trade with West Africa's Gold Coast provided two-thirds of Europe's supply of gold. The second direction was toward the islands of the Atlantic Ocean, such as Cape Verde, Sao Tome. Madeira, Canary, and the Azores. Many of the islands were uninhabited or had small villages. Come on now. So, in th- this passage right here, right, with all these people that run around saying that the Moors sold you into slavery, we're seeing the Portuguese avoiding the Moors. We're seeing the Spaniards avoiding the Moors and taking the route into Africa and being embraced by who? other kingdoms, other kings, and other peoples. You feel me? So we need to start doing more research. And, and that's that's concurrent to what you said, Moorish Intelligence, about them basically sailing along the coast far away from where we were because we were on the Barbary coast. We had the Mediterranean on lock. They could not pack there or they ship would get sunk off, of, off immediately. You could not wave any banner of a European power into float and sail by Africa. That was not happening. So they basically took a, an alternative route, and they began establishing trade, and they began establishing um, all kind of relations with our people along the coast of Africa. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not I'm not here in the present 2010 to try to damn my ancestors or beat up on what they did. But this is something we need to put in historical context so we don't keep on tripping over each other with the disinformation that's floating around. All right. Straight up.
3: And if people read um, the book um, Golden Age of the Moors by Ivan Van Sertema, he was explaining to you the reason why Spain and Portugal was even able to be the first one to do any so-called discovery was because they learned all these sciences of navigation uh, from the moors and when they defeated us they either ran us away they either killed us or they put some of us into indentured servitude but this is what baffles me when i know that people are not studying history if you want to if people are dealing with the incomplete story of slavery right because most people know the incomplete story most of us according to that story came from west africa So, I'm baffled why people are not mentioning parts of West Africa like Mauritania and Morocco and Algiers and Senegal and all these other places. It's allegedly, according to that incomplete slavery story, we came from West Africa. And all that region was known as what? Mauritania. Yeah. And at that time, these Spaniards and these Portugals were basically light skinned or mulatto children of ours that we were um, battling with.
2: I want to read another passage to um, concur to what you're saying about the maps. The way they they came up on our maps and as a result of them coming up on our maps, this is what gave them basically um, sovereignty over the the waters. Because prior to that, they had no kind of wisdom at all. They had no ways of telling because they, they they just didn't know how to sail. All right. Many of us probably heard about Prince Henry. And Prince Henry is basically, he's like a patron saint in Portugal. Because he was the one that I was talking about that was sailing along the coast of Africa. And he brought back many discoveries. And he broke many um, barriers in terms of sailing. And, um, you know, he's responsible for... The, on, on, the onward push into Africa, all right? Prince Henry is best known for introducing maritime technology and information to Europe, discovering the Mediterranean and Azores Islands of the Atlantic and sending ships to circumnavigate Africa and beyond. Without maritime technology, Portugal's influence on European overseas expansions and colonizations would not have been possible. Henry received his oceanic understanding from African and Arab sailors who retained their knowledge from the great University of Salamanca, Spain. For centuries, African and Arab mariners had traveled into the Indian Ocean and as far as China to trade. Portuguese sailors in the late 15th centuries encountered Arab sailors using simpler and more effective instruments for determining latitude and longitude. Seasonal westerly wind patterns served as maritime conveyor belts, well known to Christopher Columbus, cousin of Prince Henry, before his world-altering encounter with the Arawak people of the Bahama Islands on October 12, 1492. Columbus was privy to ancient oceanic knowledge and may have even have possessed detailed maps, such as the Pirate Race maps. The Pirate Race maps are extraordinary since they contain exact geological, ge- geographical information of land masses underneath the ice at the southern tip of South America, conventional American history would like you to believe that brave Christopher Columbus set sail across an unpredictable and dangerous ocean with the blessings of King Ferdinand, Queen Isabella, and God. Sailing to the New World was nothing new for the Africans along the west coast, but for Europe, it was. Columbus was just the first sponsored European spokesperson to confirm and claim the lands beyond the Atlantic Ocean, which are now fair game. That is, as soon as they could land and declare ownership, conquest, plunder, and the genocidal extinction of the indigenous population was necessary in order to implement the European way of life, which starts, which set out to start, which was their original goal. Once Prince Henry compiled a body of practical knowledge about the sea, winds, and currents, he set out to start his map-making and charting schools. Europe had entered a new era of navigational possibilities. European sailors, previously with no understanding of longitude and latitude, were now able to travel east and west without getting lost. Prince Henry's knowledge of Africa was further enhanced when he came into contact with Jewish traders who spoke of grand and majestic cities in Africa's interior. Through his African contacts, he was able to acquire a cache of maps that were mostly written by Jewish gold dealers who had been dealing in the Western Sudan and the coast of West Africa. They were the major gold dealers in between Spain, the Mediterranean states, and the nations of in Africa, particularly Western Sudan. There you have it. You know what I'm saying? They don't talk about this shit in school.
3: Right. And why, you know what I mean? this, so, why this is important. I, why this is important is because the royal families of Europe are ruling based off of this history and our people not knowing our history. That is why history um is important.
2: That exactly this story that I'ma dedicate my life to. You feel what I'm saying? I'm gonna be Doctor Ben's age talking this stuff. We must get this story out here. We gotta put this in its proper perspective. We even as far have to start doing movies about this stuff right here, because this point right here, you know when you know when you sit back and be like, well, goddamn, how did we fall? When did we fall? And just where did we fall? Like I pre, like I always say, I was always under the impression that we fell six thousand years ago, because as a youth, I was getting rocked to sleep with the Christian story, All not right. knowing that this shit is so recent that they even surprised that they still in power to this point. They're like, well, goddamn. I mean, like, real talk, they are just, you know, when you move into a house and you really, like, just getting comfortable, you start taking shit out the boxes, you know what I mean? You know, like, you bless all the rooms and stuff like that. Like, this is what they're doing at this point. And then, and then, at the same time, they falling. So, they ain't even really get comfortable in the house before the damn house of built on uh, uh, the glass the glass ceiling and the house of cars begin to fall. Because if we truly pay attention to the world, world politics, and what's going on around the world, make should it's unraveling at the seams. Right. Real talk. So, we, I mean, like, if we create a time machine, and I'm, I'm telling this to the people listening in the audience... Like like if there's a time machine created, we truly should go back in time with our ratchets and everything else we could muster up and go knock Prince Henry's head straight off of his shoulders. Queen Isabella, King Ferdinand, all of them play a part. They should get taken out because it was on it was at their watch and their reign is responsible for what we see right now. Nothing else, because prior to that. We was popping. had this thing on lock. We was controlling the water. We were controlling the seas. You know what I'm saying? All of the different islands, the um, the so-called land of milk and honey, which was like Jamaica, Haiti, uh, Brazil, Puerto Rico, the Dominican Republic, North America, South America, Central America. That was the land of milk and honey. That was the land that they were not permitted to enter. That was the land... That was so blessed that even when they were trying to uh, sail and find these lands, the powers that be were sinking their ships. They were that you had stories of sea urchins and sea monsters that were swallowing ships whole. Because spiritually, we wasn't believing in no damn Jesus. My brother got on the show last week talking about how the Bible and all. Nah, I don't. I, nah, hell no. It wasn't no Bible over there. We wasn't dealing with none of that. You know what I'm saying? And we were living in glory.
3: But well, most people don't know that there was more gold taken out of South America than anywhere else on the planet to date. And a lot of that gold is actually underneath the water. <laughs> yes, sir. Because so they got That's sank, why I, sank in
2: a storm. Exactly. Even Drew Ali said, when you make the European leave, the alien, right? Because what, what what I want to do, what I want to establish with this conversation to the family is, I, I truly want to establish that the true aliens, right, the true immigrants, the true occupiers of this land is other than European. and it Europeans. And it's not even a hard argument. It's an argument that they don't want to make because it's an argument that can easily be proven.
3: All right. And we could go, we could go it's through Caucasian. some. Of, huh? I said we could go through some of the names that people think they are, and we could show and prove that they are not that. Exactly. I was in the chat room.
2: He said, "Okay, his story happened. What are some solutions for us now, right? One of the solutions, and I hope you're ready for this, is to take the land back. So come on with a solution send the occupiers, the aliens, and the um the land grabbers back to where they came from. Send the cross back to Europe. Hand the European all his shit back. If you're it, get back. If you're in schools, get back. If you're in his corporate structure, get back. Create your own. Teach right. history to babies. If you really want to deal with thinking now got to fix yesterday. You don't even know what happened yesterday. So what we have to do for these children that's walking around with their pants off for of their ass and running around looking like they don't have a clue as to who they are, what they are, and where they came from is to start giving them a proper history because as far as I know and as far as they know, they don't have any contributions to mankind. They don't come from nothing. You know what I'm saying, and their ancestors are not worth anything but slavery, so once we begin to break the spell, then we could begin moving on to something
3: All right. you know what I'm saying by studying global
2: history
3: begin... by studying global history, you know that wherever your feet is on the planet, you are the first class status and originated there. Our ancestors didn't look at the world the way that we look at the maps now with a whole bunch of parts cut up and so called borders. Our block were continents and islands. You could look on old maps and they called um over here on some of the old maps Ethiopia.
0: Yes, sir. So when they
3: came over here they called us black Negroes and also Ethiopians, even if you were not from Ethiopia. That's what our brother Nobujo Ali said. We are not black, Negroes, or Ethiopian. But people don't know about when Christopher Columbus was sailing, that the Atlantic Ocean was not called the Atlantic Ocean. It was actually called the Ethiopian or the Ethiopic Ocean.
2: Ethiopic, yes. Yeah.
3: But that's showing you right there that Ethiopia, the word itself doesn't even mean black or burned face. That's one of the definitions, but that's not the, um, the real true um, history.
2: We got to. We have to study the Inquisition. That's another thing that I'm writing about in this little book that I'm putting together. The Inquisition, many of us have no idea what the Inquisition on you, on your people, and also the Europeans who are basically um, in allegiance to you in Europe. They called you the Conversos. The Conversos were what? Africans became Christian. Hebrews, uh, uh, Hebrews became Christian, who adopted Christianity. They were called conversos. The Inquisitions. All right, let me read this. The notorious institution known as the Inquisition, a system of spies, secret police, tortures, confessions, and swift executions, was established. It was responsible for the death of millions of Moors all over Europe, but especially in the Iberian Peninsula. It lasted for hundreds of years, torturing, maiming, and killing all real and suspected enemies of the new European royalty. Its bloodlust, sadism, and cruelty now live in infamy. Those Moors, it did not kill or maim, it sold as slaves. Okay, so we're talking about the beginning of slavery that you know to these days. feel what I'm saying when 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 the European became when the Europeans, the Christian powers, Spain and the Portuguese France and um, Aragon and things of that nature, when they began their reconquest of of um, Europe of Spain, when they began to topple because you have to remember the fall of Granada which occurred in 1492 was the last battle of the of the Moors versus um the European Christian powers but it was an own battle we we were battling from the 1100s on to 1492 we were winning some battles and we were losing some battles so the battles that we were losing what they would do was they would invade the town take the people and put them to slavery okay and they and they would ship those slaves to different European provinces and things of that nature. So what you saw was the mutation of that practice when the Portuguese went into Africa and they began to enslave our people and then ship them around. And, and when they went to the, the when they the New World and they had millions upon millions upon millions, millions of slaves to choose from. All right. So they would go to Brazil, and they would send a slave from Brazil. They were enslave the people of Brazil, and they would send them to other places. They would send them to Puerto Rico. They might send them to Haiti. Then the Arawaks and the Taínos that got in Puerto Rico, they sent to the Americas. So you're seeing all of our people get moved around and get relabeled Negro, colored. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you some other names right now that we don't. That's not. Familiar with our history that we can talk about. Hold on, real quick. And if you want, you can add on.
3: Yeah, to um, for so that people could understand, right? When you say reconquista, that means reconquest or to conquer again. So why did they have to so-called conquer again? If you get a book called Black Indians by William Lauren Katz you would see that there was not one day that we was not banging against these european and so-called slavery time there was not one day we were not fighting back it, it got to the point that it was so bad that, um these generals and captains actually had to write letters to spain and the other european powers and tell them do not send us any more um africans because every time they come here, they fight with us, and then they mix and run away with the, with the natives of the land, which was the same people. And they would come back and bang on us and defeat us and chase us out. So the Reconquista now was when they were sending more troops and more firepower to try to take back over the lands that they were so-called um, trying to take over and colonize. Yep. So get that book, Black Jesus. Indians by William Katz. And you see that we was banging on the beast from North Central, South America, the Caribbean from day one.
2: That's why when brothers and sisters identify with their Moorish British and Morish Ancestries, they begin to claim that title, you see the agents, and you see the agents of ignorance you understand, begin to become the opposition because, quite frankly, either one, they are proud of their history, either two, they don't have no idea about their history. I'm mad at that at the end of the day because I didn't have a lot of information about my history and I was forced to go and study. Feel what I'm saying? You got. if you brought it to me a few years ago, I would never be able to tell you any of this stuff. I was believing... Some of the false history the many of these scholars was pushing on us. I was eating that up feeling like because it was a book and because the person have a PhD or some kind of elite title at the end of his damn name, that whatever he writes is the word of God. Not knowing that you're supposed to cross-reference who the hell he is. What lodges do he belong to? Feel me? What kind of oath did he take before he got into this book writing business? So I didn't know none of this stuff myself. So what I had to do is I had to dig deep and then dig deeper. Drew Ali says, study, study more, and then study thyself. And every day I find out something new. So I give praises to studying because truly that's going to transform me from who I am and and take me to where I need to go. And and I, I believe that that stands true for everybody.
3: And so that people are not confused. The word more could be found all over the planet before we fell. We had many names, but on all the record books all over the planet, the word more, spelled in many different ways, was the last name that we took for ourselves. Not the Greeks, not the Romans, didn't give it to us, because who taught them how to read and how to write? Exactly. So if you, look up, if you look up the Moors in Germany, you won't find it under M-O-O-R or M-U-U-R. You will find it under M-O-H-R. I mean,
2: common sense tells us what? We speak English, a bastardized version of English in today's modern world. We were not talking like that a few hundred years ago. Feel what I'm saying? And you go to Europe, it's all kind of different languages and all kind of different dialects, which means that when you go, and when you go, into these cultures, and when you go into this history to search for yourself, you're not going to find everything's written out or in the languages that you know of. So what you should do is get into the Google thing where you can translate or get a dictionary and begin translate words because not in English. I'm gonna go through some of the names the Portuguese gave us. Right there was the Capitols. That's a P-I-T-A-O-S. They were Portuguese agents of the crown who supervised the extraction of wealth and resources from the newly conquered land of the Moors on the coast of West Africa. They were the ruling elites of society. Then we have the Degrados. It sounds like, you know, the degraded ones. D-E-G-R-A-D-O-S. Or the Lancados Portuguese. The L-A-N-C-A-D-O-S. I'm going to put that in the chat room when I'm finished talking. The Lancados literally means outcasts or throwaways. They were cast off of the Portuguese society's ex-convicts, debtors, murderers, and thieves. They were allowed to trade as long as they stayed within the applicable restrictions imposed by the Portuguese crown, including restriction on the sale of firearms, iron bars, navigational equipment, cloth currency known as penos, and slaves, which were the king's monopoly. Then there were the Iberian Jewish Moors, the Ladinos who had been disposed of all of their land and had exiled or enslaved on the lands of and were exiled and enslaved on the lands of West Africa. Many of the Jews who have fled the persecutions of the Portuguese Inquisitions which ranged between 1496 and 1510 then had ramped up in 1536. Many came looking for their children who had been stolen by, by the authorities and saved along the coast of West Africa. Okay? Muslim Moors who spoke Arabic were widespread in the area, especially in Upper Guinea area. They were known as Targomas, a word that means interpreters. Okay? The word Lanados, Notes Africanized Portuguese Moorish Jews. L A N A D O S. Those had those had abandoned the Portuguese outpost and have gone completely native. They live together within the African communities of the interior as Africans, intermarrying, interworshipping with them, having very little recollection of their Portuguese connections. This synthesis that occurred between the Lanados and the local Africans on the coast created the nucleus of Creole culture, a vibrant cultural expression which defines modern West Africa, especially the coastal states. All right. So that's the birth of the damn of um, the Crows that you see in New Orleans. The mixture of Portuguese and Africans.
3: So For people to yeah. um look at history, the Ladinos, which were the Moors that had gotten captured, they were some of the first ones to escape in the Americas and escape in the Caribbean and mix with other brothers and sisters and help to go fight the um, the European. Not Africans from yeah, Africa. Or brothers and sisters um from Africa. No. Nope. So understand um global history. All the continents Start with the letter A for a reason. Americas, Asia, Africa, Australia, and Antarctica. Because the letter A is Masonic Code for a pyramid. And who was the pyramid builders? They told you that you came from one part of the planet. But in actuality, you actually came from the whole entire thing. And it's right; it was right in front of your yeah. face the whole um, entire time. But what people don't understand was the information that their brother Nobujiw Ali came and told us, which was North, Central, South America, and the Caribbean is actually Northwestern and Southwestern Africa. By that description and true history, Moors are Africans. But if you're talking about we came from one continent, then of course the Moor will tell you no. See how simple this is? I mean, like, we, we really have right to get in our hand. Huh? No, I'm just saying we're in um, parts of Africa right now.
2: And I know it's hard to understand for a lot of people, you know what I mean? It, it, you know, like I said, I felt the same way, you know what I'm saying? But we truly have to study, you know what I mean? We really got to study, and when we begin studying, we will understand that a lot of this information has been hidden for us for reasons, and we are doing our ancestors a disservice. We are doing our ancestors the worst kind of do when we don't recognize them, when we start doing, when we bang on our own ancestors, and and even, like, we begin to not even pay homage to them. When we say they didn't even exist, you know what I mean, I don't ever hear nobody talking about. About the so-called Holocaust that happened to Indians, Native Americans on this land. I mean, they give no kind of credit, no kind of, no kind of, uh, no kind of and, and these are your ancestors. Real talk. You could go to the, you go right to the, um, you could go talk to the the so-called Native Americans that are on the reservations, and have an intelligent conversation with them, and they will truly reveal the truth to you that the so-called the Native Americans that got slaughtered over here, they got the, the, the Holocaust that took place were people, with were the Red Indians only. It was brown people and the black people. Yeah. You got uphold, you got to uphold the spirit of these ancestors. And then when you looking for, and when you look around, and you see all of these, all of these natural, when you see Mother Nature waking up. When you see Mother Nature, I'm talking about hammering the Caucasian, I'm buying the Caucasian, destroying the land that the Caucasian have um, cultivated, and all of these places that he's a striking these Caucasian uh, Peoria, Illinois. Um, um, I'm talking about all, all kind of indigenous lands all over. When he struck down the damn Jesus in Ohio. When you go do research on Ohio Valley and all of this stuff, like all of these places where these so-called Native ancestors got murdered and slaughtered and were and we're, were were um were taken under, these are the places that are waking up right now. But if we as a people are right here and we got this blood that's inside of our vein and it's it's tied to this land and the DNA is tied to those ancestors, but we denying those ancestors, then guess what you're doing to yourself. Got to do the knowledge, yo. You got to know the ledge, man. Real talk.
3: The other day on Facebook, I typed a line that I got a, that I, I got, um, that I mixed with from a rap line, and I, I put history in it, and I said, um, "Goodness gracious, your brain's so spacious. Since you don't have no knowledge of self to the ancestors, you're faceless. That's because yeah. if you really don't know who you are, your DNA won't wake up." Your whole aura won't wake up. You won't know who you are. One of the acronyms for sin, this is not what sin means because the word sin goes to a moon deity. But one of the the ways that you can look at the word sin is that sin means separation in nature. Wow. Once you're separated from nature, you won't have no connection to the land, to the trees, to the animals, nothing. Why? Because nature and the universe work off of laws which means that the laws of the universe is not biased. This is why Europeans could tap in, but they could only tap in and scratch the surface. But what makes us great is that we're not only able to tap in, but we're able to put in and express and create and form things and work with it properly once we get mentally, physically, and spiritually in balance. We have not honored our mothers and fathers, which means that we have not honored the male and feminine principles of the universe, and we have not really truly honored the DNA that's flowing within our blood. You don't have to look up in the sky for your ancestors. Your ancestors are in your veins. No doubt. So understand how we felt, the root, the root of how we spell There's a root spell R-O-O-T, there's a root spell R-O-U-T, and there's a root spell R-O-U-T-E. R-O-O-T means the foundation or the origin. R-O-U-T means um, someone who is retreating after being defeated in war. Root spell R-O-U-T-E means a direction or or an avenue for progression. Yep. So understand how we fell. Once you understand how we fell, then we could properly um, complete ourselves and come back into our own.
2: Yeah, we could properly rise.
3: And that's health, that's finance, that's economics, that's spirituality, that's building, that's coming together, that's having a proper relationship between the male and female, that's balancing family, that's teaching our our youth. You know what I'm saying? It involves it, it a lot, that's but you have to understand. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's returning operating system. It's, it's like a computer at the end of the day. The Mac has what was the operation for the MAC Tiger? Microsoft got Vista. Now, many of our religions, right? Many of our history as to who we see when we look ourselves in the mirror, that truly is our operating system. That's the system in which we operate from. So if you're your operating a system is a system that basically is used to destroy culture, your original culture. That when you operated for your original culture, you were operating off of a system that let's say uh, a supercomputer will operate off of. Forget a regular um, notebook, a Mac notebook. We talking about we're talking about uh, one of the computers that the Pentagon is using. You know what I'm saying? The original operating system had you operating like that, but yet you went ahead and took Vista that was full of glitches and all kind of viruses, bugs. You cannot turn into who you want. You can't upgrade your system until you get rid of that operating system. You have to hand back operating systems to have value because it's proven to Tom Morrow that you will never rise. Don't Look at your people worldwide. Look at the people worldwide. What operating system are they operating under? And as a result of the operating system that they're operating under, what condition are they in worldwide? You got people in lands that got diamonds in the ground and gold in the ground, eating mud and drinking and, and, and drinking water. They got all kind of—they don't even got water to drink. But the they're Christians—I don't understand this. But look, we're going to go to the phone lines and open up the calls because— this 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 show is about getting the people to interact with us, so we're gonna to go to two one five, nine one five. Peace.
1: Peace, brother. How you feel? I'm
2: good. Peace. How are you?
1: Fine. I got a question for you. Now, for my this is my level of understanding. That's what I'm going to talk about. Um, when you was talking about slavery, see, I, I was always taught that the within 70 A.D. Uh, the Romans came down to Jerusalem and ran the children of Israel out of out of uh, out of Jerusalem, out of their country. They migrated for the for years through Africa all the way up into Spain. I mean, and they helped bring Spain up. Now, from now from these, from recent understanding, from being exposed to your show, I'm coming really in contact with the knowledge of the Moors. Now, give me a better understanding. Is more? Is it a nationality or a religion? It's just a name for the people that lived in West Africa, and and again, from my understanding, I was taught after when 1492 came, they kicked the children of Israel out of Spain. That's when they went down into Africa again, and and so on. History goes on to tell us they collected the children of Israel and brought them over here to the with so-called America. Now, I just want to get a better understanding from a Moorish perspective so to make sure that I'm going in the right direction.
2: Okay. I'm going to just read this quick passage. The Jews of Spain had been utterly embittered and alienated by Catholic rule by the time of the Muslim invasion. To them, the Moors were perceived as And indeed were a liberating force. Wherever they went the Muslims were greeted by Jews eager to aid them in administering country. In many conquered towns the garrison was left in the hand of Jews before the Muslims proceeded further north. Thus was initiated the period that became known as the Golden Age for Spanish Jews. Feel what I'm saying? So, Mm -hmm. the Jews did exist in Europe prior to the invasion of the Moors in 711, and they were persecuted and downtrodden by the Christian monarchs, the Visigoths, the Goths. Mm -hmm. Now, when the Moors invaded, they were basically the ones who greeted them, and they were the ones who basically, like, let the door open for us, Mm -hmm. speaking in layman's terms. So when you see the persecution of the Jews, when we were expelled from Spain in 1492, they also were expelled from Spain in 1492. They were expelled from Portugal also. They were the ones who were being, you got to remember, the Inquisitions was dealing with people who the Christians felt that were secretly Jews. So say that you didn't eat fat or water and whatnot, they would say, oh, he's not eating pork, he's secretly a Jew, and you would get tortured. Mm-hmm. And I ain't just talking about torture with whips and lashes. I'm talking about, you could go Google inquisition torture methods and inquisition torture, um, the the stuff that they were using to torture the people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's inhumane and barbaric. But this is what they were putting the Jews through because the European the Christians always held the Jews in contempt for what? The whole Jesus thing? And then later on, for their um, the, the allegiance that they played with the Moors. Who were the conquering force inside of Europe for many for like many centuries, seven or eight.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I'm saying? So, and we're, and we're talking about Sephardic Jews, and, and and we could fast forward into Hitler's ethnic cleansing of the Jews in Germany in World War II, which was also a continuation of the persecution of the the Jews because of the of the of what they did with the Moors inside of Spain in, in those years from 711 to 1492. You feel what I'm saying? So, and, and like I said, when I say Jew, I don't want us to all think about the Hasidic Jews or the, you know, the the, the Jews that you see in Israel today. Because you you today,
1: refer more to the to Hebrew, the actual physical Hebrew Israelites. When you say yes, Jew, sir. you really more meaning more black people, not not the European Jew, right?
2: Yeah, of course. I'm talking about okay. the, I'm talking about our people Who we see in Ethiopia right now, and who we also see tribes in um, Israel as, as, as we speak. When you study, Feel what I'm We talking about those Jews. Now, Moors is not a nationality per se. It's not a group. It's 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 a title. Do you understand? Like you can't join the Moorish Kingdom. You were you were born a Moor. It's not about you know, it's not like a, a organization or something. It's a bloodline.
3: Can I add on? Yes, sir. I right, for the brother to understand, right? The original so called Israelites or Hebrews, um which is um original people, those were Moors. Israelite is actually was um, a priesthood or priestesshood of people who received a certain amount of teaching from the pyramid universities. But what you need to ask yourself is, what else was happening on the planet? The problem is sometimes we get caught up in linear history where we only deal with only certain parts of the planet, or certain parts in time, but what else was happening around the whole entire globe? When any time anybody researched Morse, The first thing they bump up into is the Moors in Spain or the Moors in North Africa. But the truth is, Moors were global and was existing around the planet simultaneously. This migration that people have learned in school, that is something that is recent. Before the migration, we was all over the planet. Mm -hmm. Before the continent split, we was here on this planet. Gunwana land was when South America was connected to Africa. But the word Gonwanaland means land of the black. They don't teach you this in school. So the true Hebrews that the fake Jews defeated and pushed them further down into the West and into Ethiopia and into um, Africa and called them Falasha Jews. And Falasha means dirty, tainted, or cursed. We're, of course, we're the original Jews and original Israelites. So uh, we we've been here. Moors and Hebrews are actually the same same one people.
1: Well, how come
3: the,
1: the the Moors here in America embrace more of what Muhammad taught than what um than what the Torah teaches.
3: Because if we're not really dealing with Muhammad per se. We're dealing with the Muhammad Law, which was the law. That we were dealing with before we fell. When Egypt fell, because it, um, not 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 the Egyptians, I should say, when we fell in Egypt, because we shouldn't be disting ourselves from our ancestors. When we fell in Egypt, yeah. because we were teaching the Europeans and the mulattoes like Socrates and Pythagoras that we initiated and bring into our mystery system, taught them some of our teachings. When Egypt fell the next major empire for light on the eastern part of the planet. We're not even talking about the western yet. The eastern part of the planet was then, once again, Spain. And the Moors themselves was not so-called in with modern religion. But what we did was we wrapped up the, py- the pyramid mystery system into the Gnostic or the scientific side of the religions. And one of the major ones that we kept the secret in was islamic law and islamic creed that's why when you watch um you know Kuta Kente, you know what i'm saying when you watch amistad you see that they were islamic but that was the the recent period before we fell it wasn't it wasn't always but later on what happened was that we started to get more into the arab type of uh of religion because the pale arrows, which were our mulatto children, they started using use it as a political thing. And then they were forcing us now to convert and be like them instead of just being like a, like a religious type of a thing. So just to correct what the, um, the pill said, is actually is a nation. There's a difference between nation and tribe. Nation is the big umbrella. Tribes are underneath nations. So that's why I said before, we can't think of we were just in a little pocket of the planet the moorish empire the moorish nation was global the yep. egyptian empire spanned continents not just a little pocket in northeast section of one continent we have to look at history yep. at a whole another light now
2: Because we got really put in context that the conquerors of mankind you gotta go into reconstruction and revisionist history. Like they, they really, they really changed a lot of the information, man. Really hid a lot of this information. Real talk. And the shit that they give us in school, and the, and the, and the shit that they feed us, you know, in these history classes, is only scratching the surface. You know what I mean? Like it's so much that they took from us because of the simple fact that they had to, because they have to keep hiring asleep. In order to remain power, because a lot of their power is coming with, the, with, with usurping the throne. A lot of power comes with making you, me, our babies, our parents, our grandparents, our great-great-great-great-great-grandparents perceive them other than who they truly are. Remember, our perception is a reality, so when we perceive these people as greater than they are, in our reality, they become greater than they are. Prior to that, we would look at them like it wasn't, you know what I mean, like who they truly were. So when you begin to teach us this, you gotta remember one of the most diabolical weapons of mass destruction that they created was Hollywood. Have to remember that. You have to put that in its proper push um, um have to put it in its proper context. That when they created Hollywood, they basically created a machine or a tool, a one the hollow wand, that they would be able to cast a spell and illusion on the people and to revise their story. That's why a lot of us run around, you know, believing anything that we watch in the movies, because the the word of the movie is God to us. You know what I'm saying? So. With these movies that they're putting out, these damn cowboy westerns and John Wayne shit, you know what I'm saying, and Ben-Hur and all of this bullshit that they put forth, they began to rock us to sleep. You know what I mean? All the way up to like 300 and all of these movies that they're putting out, they began to truly confuse the people with versions of history that they concocted and they put together for the purpose of staying in power in your mind. It's a mental thing. That's why, like I said, I'm dedicated to doing this thing until my teeth fall out because I have I want to change the perception of our people as to who we are. You, we always run around and talk about how we're gonna defeat these people, this so big and bad and old and everything. And I'm like, get him out of your mind. Put him back in your put him in your mind in the proper position that he belongs. And that little badass kid in the corner, he's the child that is your baby. That is your, that's something that you gave, that is, that. that's like your, that's the snot-nosed kid on the block, yo. He's running this shit right now. So we got to turn, we got to put him in his proper context, him and the woman. And that's it. But your true history is hidden. You know what I mean? As you begin to dig it up, you will liberate your mind and you will liberate your soul and you will liberate yourself. And this is how you begin to move forward. And we need to do this, I'm not talking about individually, I'm talking about as a nation.
3: Once you research, once you research um, Moors all over the planet, you understand there's not no religious, religious thing, there's not no, well, modern religion, i say, and it's not no Mohammed thing, because Moors were here before Mohammed. Moors is so wrapped up in the fabric of the planet, you'll be amazed. There's actually a, a language right now in Africa. Called more, M O O R E. People could look it up, and it's spoken by five million Africans in Africa. The language is called more. Okay. So yeah, you, know I,
1: you know, I agree with you saying, you know, it's it's not about a religion because the word religion doesn't even show up in any of the scriptures. I mean, and I believe religion has been forced on us to, to keep us blind, and the. In the Keep us brainwashed, and it, it is more of a spiritual
3: thing. But I, you, I just want to give you clarity on religion, right? There's a modern meaning for the word religion, and there's an ancient meaning. The modern meaning of the word religion means belief and faith, but that's semantics. Semantics is when you repeat something over a long period of time, and people think that's what it means, but it's, that's not exactly what the original root of it was. The ancient meaning of the word religion means law, logic and harmony which is science you can find that information in a book called the 11 Laws of Ma'at so there's a recent meaning of the word religion and there's an ancient meaning for us religion was science and spirituality in- intertwined the yeah. science shows us how things work the spirituality was now the rituals to enforce and staple us with the sink of the universe and the cosmos, so unfortunately, yeah. this information is like jumbled up and and you know there's word play that some people may say, but that's not our fault. Those of us who know better, we're trying to show you both sides and the bigger picture so you can really truly understand what's going on, yep. Yeah.
2: So uh we're gonna go on to the next caller. Thank you for your call, sir. It was very much well appreciated. Alright, peace. No doubt. Peace, God. We're gonna go to uh a one 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 call. Peace, peace. No the ledge radio.
1: Oh wow, what's up? This is the Herbal Peel calling from Washington Papa.
2: Ah, what's good, bro? It's long.
1: Islam, Islam, what's happening, Morris, Brooklyn, what's happening, baby? Peace, Islam. What's happening? Yeah, man, that's good, you're building on that, you know what I'm saying? It's time to correct the wrong, you know, and the information that you're putting out there is being right and exact, you know, Uh, dealing with Christopher Colombo, he also came with a doctrine of discovery, you know what I mean, to actually take the land from our ancient indigenous people to also to cast the the spell of the Roman um, Catholics. If you ever notice, like when you said about what's going on down there in Jamaica, you have parishes in Florida, you have parishes in Louisiana, you know, and most people don't know about that.
2: Yes, sir. And Christopher Columbus was present when the Moors were defeated in Spain. I'm talking about all the way, all the way to the last battle of the Moors, with 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 um what was the what was the king called? Bob Doe, The unfortunate one. Hello?
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. 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 Queen Isabella, and King Ferdinand personally brought Christopher Columbus to witness that because Christopher Columbus was busy trying to get them to finance that expedition to the New World. So we gotta remember that all of this stuff was done. And, and we have to remember the mindset of the Christians. They basically saw this as this was this. I'm talking about this. This is this is how they this is how they really rose up. Because when they conquered Spain, it was around the same time that they were dealing with the New World. This is when they discovered the New World. So through scriptures, this was said to, that this was all ordained by God. This was this drove Europe into a into a um a religious frenzy.
1: Well, actually, what wound up happening is dealing with a buck the II. When he came over, it was doing trade in international airport and international imports and exports uh, with the family over here. He had all that loot of gold, and when he went up there to Europe, he just fucked up their whole monetary system. That's what they started dealing with yeah. the hunts for the gold and everything. Yep. Yeah
2: and and Thank a lot of mean. people don't know like I was saying earlier that the european powers the monarchs the, the the so-called um you know kings and queens of europe were borderline broke they were not dealing with they they weren't dealing with gold they weren't dealing with precious stones they weren't dealing with spices they weren't dealing with any of these things until the so-called pillaging of the new world courtesy of uh, Christopher Colombo, Chris, you know, Christopher Columbus, and Prince Henry of Portuguese side. You know what I mean?
3: Mm-hmm. And to find so, amazing, yeah. people, people could just get Christopher Columbus' journal, and also his son's journal. And you would see that um, when they came over here, they called us Indian, which means dark. So American Indian, West Indian, Native Indian, that just means American dog person, Western dog person, native dog person. And they call this Indian or Moors. Like this is in their journals. Yeah. Yeah, so so, so they already know. Um uh, a matter
1: of fact I talked to one of the priests of the archdiocese down here in the uh, New Orleans territory and he, he couldn't deny it. What I was saying, you know, what I mean, he just was like shaking his head up and down, like, yeah, 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 you know, so they they know, man, As a matter of fact, I just came from the um, powwow that we had um the Friday Saturday and I just made it home on yesterday evening, you know, and um, even dealing with that information, the Smithsonian they know about us, the Library of Congress, they know about who was over here, you know what I'm saying, they just uh, have to do the research and investigation.
2: Well, the Smithsonian, particularly in the Library of Congress, but the Smithsonian particularly, are oh, that's the institution that has damn near all of our Native American artifacts hidden within, because they were the ones who, um, when the mounds were being, uh, when the mounds were being opened up, when they were basically robbing all of all of the um, the skeletons and all of the remains and all of the royal treasures that were inside of the mounds. The, the Smithsonian's were the ones who took all of that information and hid it. So, yeah, yeah they do know who Lewis, we are.
1: Huh?
3: Yeah, with Lewis, with Lewis and Clark on the expedition. Yeah, yeah. And people could do the map, map to the Smithsonian every time they watch um Indiana Jones movie. That warehouse where you see them with the crates, that's the Smithsonian.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly at the end at the end of the movie with uh Raiders of the lost ark, that's the Smithsonian. They were in. I used to think that that was um, I don't know, why, but I was think that was the Vatican when I was younger. As I did, you know, like you, do the knowledge, you you know, your mind changes. But that's the Smithsonian right there. All of those hidden treasures, all of that right knowledge, all of that information is right there. And they were saying that the Smithsonian is even harder to penetrate than the Vatican is when it comes when it comes to seeing those. When it comes to getting up in the catacombs of the Vatican, they were saying that the Smithsonian has a has a has a harder lock on it than the damn Vatican when it comes to finding out our our, our hidden treasures and whatnot.
0: Well not
1: only not only was it not only was it the Roman Catholic Church and the Smithsonian, but you also have the Brenham Young Foundation that's over there in Utah too. They're the ones that actually have the Aristotle records.
2: Oh yeah, you mean the Mormons with the um with the birth records and everything? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Dealing the with Brigham Young University. Yeah. Dealing yeah. with the Mormons. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the that, Mormon, yeah,
3: that the, Mormon um, the, the Mormon library is second in North America for being the biggest library. More men is a variation of the word more. More men. More, men's are more men are dealing with yeah. more Moorish science, which is basically from um old Mac and Mayan mythology from South America.
2: Yeah, if there's anybody um, in the chat room who is a member of the Mormon church, let me know. So you could you could type that in the chat room. They have a Mormon castle right on Lenox and 128th, right? Dead smack in Harlem. And it, it, the shit looks like a castle. It's like four stories high. I never went inside of there. You know what I mean? I, I ice grilling them from outside. They look at me like mad weird if I was by. But I want somebody who's a Mormon to go up in there and find out what they got and I'm just allergic to those places. I can't really do, you know, uh, India Jones business in there because I, they they, they could figure me out when I walk in there like, oh no, nah, this nigga <laughs> he ain't coming to find out about Jesus. He's trying to he trying to snoop around. But our people need to go up in those places and start figuring out what kind of information because it's no coincidence that they built a damn castle, right on 128th and Lennox. Malcolm, well, the reason
1: why the reason why that was done because if you go into the teachings, they already said that Joseph Smith was the one that received the tablets from Moroni, right? And they yeah. said that the tablets was gold tablets, and they had ancient cuneiform kin- uh, on it, or, 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 or hieroglyphics, which was done with Egyptian script, right? Or they yeah, had comedic scripts, so they already knew that we was over here, yeah, because. Um, you know, like dealing with the book uh, with Horace Butler, When the Rocks Cry Out. Um, he was actually on the sister show, um, Latoya Jedi, and I had called in because he actually picked up some of them old maps down here in Louisiana, in New Orleans. You know, and I actually found some of the maps, too.
3: You know, but I wasn't able to get my hands on it because it cost too much. Just remember, the word hieroglyphic doesn't really, is staple to Egypt. The word hiero. And glyph is two parts. Hiero means sacred or secret. The word glyph means writing. So all over the planet you could find hieroglyphics. So once yeah. again the Mormons got the information from our ancestors from right here and they formed a the religion around it. I mean they're telling you Mormon.
2: Yes indeed. Yes indeed. Um we're gonna go with another caller pill. If you want to stay on the line, you're more than welcome to. Feel me?
0: Yeah. I stay on the line, I'm,
2: man. Huh? I keep the phone open. I'm going to keep your line open, brother.
0: All right, peace.
2: Before I go to another caller, um I got I got a present for family in the chat room. I'm dropping a link right now. This is the um Dead Prez, revolutionary but gangster Gangster Girls ghost tape. Bumping this all day, it's real good. Like they went and remixed a lot of those ignorant songs that are out there, and put the dead press twist on it. So I, I definitely, this is riding out music, this is zoning out music. So I definitely, uh, you know, I'm I'm coasting this to the family. I should take this, you know, the link and
3: um download that, put that on your iPod and whatnot. Oh, it came out. I might save you from uh,
2: Lil Boozy and and Wayne and them Negroes. You heard?
3: Oh it came out oh, that's what's up. Yeah, it's okay. Alright. Alright.
2: Next call is a five oh two area code two six nine. Peace, God.
1: Peace, peace. So what's, what's going on?
2: Nothing
1: much, man. This like and listen to the brothers, you know, represent, and uh enjoying I'm enjoying the radio show, brother.
2: I appreciate it, brother. No oh, doubt.
1: this is Reggie, man, the brother from up in Louisville.
2: Oh, peace to the God, what's good. Not much, man. Just uh enjoying enjoying my brothers. Yes, sir, yes sir. Um coming to Atlanta at the end of uh the end of this month, we're gonna be out there for a few weeks. You know what I mean? So Yes sir, look out for us. You got um, you got any questions? Any cons- any comments? Nah, brother, I'm just uh, listening in. Just zoning. Yes sir. Yes sir. All right, I'm gonna jump on the next call. I actually got the blue pill. Let me open up his line. Peace. Peace to the family. What's going on? Peace. Yeah, peace
1: to the family. I'm enjoying the show. A lot of information being dispensed you know, across these airwaves tonight. I'm here doing the knowledge. You know, um it's a very it was it, it it was a very forward conversation in terms of y'all making y'all case and even explaining to the brother the whole aspect of a Hebrew Israelite having a connection to a more. When No Mudra Ali came the first picture you see is them opening a the temple for the more Zionist temple. We have to understand, even by way of the gangs coming out of Chicago, which is Mecca, you have the gangs that bang on the five and the gangs that bang on the six-star. Five and six is 11. Those are the twin pillars. That's the portal, right? We showed you in Blueprint 322 how the same dynamic is present via hip-hop. The incarnation of hip-hop was fueled by a twin-pillar combination of a five a six-pointer star, those 5% Islamic brothers that came in, along with those Hebrew, Christianized, romanticized people that came in on the six-pointer star, all the way from Dougie Frisch all, on his, all the way to heaven, you know, the party, you know what I'm saying, all the way up to whatever, his current incarnation, which is Drake, banging on the six-pointer star, yep. representing that blue as opposed to that red. You feel me? So it goes your whole Democrats and Republicans and every other emanation. So these are the core relationships. that goes your red and your blue pill. But it's a unification up and lower. You know what I mean? So when we take all of that in consideration, we will also have the brother listen to the show that we did with the brother Stacy Mims about Anderson Willis, who was is an Israelite, from quote-unquote Ethiopia, you know, we could concur that that could be any land that they speak of because like Morris Intelligence said, they referred to this dominion as Ethiopia as well, and we produced the map and posted that. So, when we take that into account, the brother came in the early 1800s and bought one-fourth of Texas with $25 million worth of gold bars. He was a morph from Ethiopia yep. So there's a connection It's already etched in stone We know what time it is Like Barack Obama What does he represent as the ruler of the 4-4 four four. The ruler of the 4-4 four four means This man fulfills prophecy By coming with two nations in one breast Like the prophet said He carries two nations in one breast His mother is from The heartland of America And his father Is from the motherland, and the heartland of the motherland at that. So the dynamic that he represents makes him the twin pillars. He is the twin towers all wrapped in one because he represents both nations as well. He represents the interests of his mother and the quote-unquote black America, and he has to balance that out. So now they're putting a rap on him and explaining that Instead of asking what is BP doing, the whole question now is what is Obama doing about this bill? Like the brother Azariah explained to me today on 125th, it's in a state called Major. Anyone that has a black law dictionary needs to look up Major. Like de DeJore government, Major is when a corporation says, we can't fix this problem. It was an act of God. So they <laughs> relieve themselves of all duty and it goes back to the government. So technically, on the chessboard, the move is in Obama's corner because yeah. BT played major, major. How do they show you this? Through symbolism by him taking the high sea on the yacht and kicking back and saying the problem is no longer mine. It was an act of God. What is an act of God? the fact that the ocean floor has cracked in multiple places and they know that that can never be repaired. Wow. So now you're going to hear all type of stories about space exploration. All of a sudden they're going to pop up with all sorts of firms and franchises. I went to a conference in '07, the Forbes conference, the Forbes 500 conference when I was working with Street Knowledge Media. The company that me and Majesty had, so I was covering events like these. In the event, they spoke of space technology. They had already went out of space, and they were selling tickets for twenty-five million dollars. And then they said in two years the technology would be around where it comes down to a few million, and then finally to two hundred and fifty thousand, a quarter of a million. And then they had a projection of when it would be about, you know, a hundred. Hundred stacks. I mean, a hundred racks will have you to take a trip, either to a space station or, you know, just going back up into the ionosphere and down. But all of that is just wishful thinking at this particular point, because the sun has activated and kicked into its solar cycle in a return of solar radiance and storms and all types of things that have never been registered, only spoken of in ancient times. They can only tell through mythos and the stories that have been left, left in the past to tell of the future because they was, you know, t- parallel time deposited in the past to tell you of the future, to prepare you for now. But everyone wants to act like it's a mythos about the past,
0: mm-hmm.
1: even though they lived their entire life studying and being prepped through story for now. So when I said don't throw out the Bible, I'm saying that there are stories there that tell of things that once we learn the codex and we could turn words into numbers and we understand the numerical frequency of these words, encoding within that codex, okay, is the story that's being told because the entire Biblos is an astronomical, anatomical story that connects upper and lower, heaven and earth, red and blue, okay, and then you come forth as what? royal right? Anointed. What's that? Your upper chakra, purple. You dig? So it's about raising the kundalini and the consciousness via a text of which the priesthood, the Levi, is responsible for administering proper application because there has to be dietary rules that are followed. There has to be a certain cleansiness that has to be observed, right? So why does the ritual in our communities play out that the quote-unquote Jew are the most rewarded and God's chosen because they kept his commandments? Okay? And for that, there's rewards to be heeded. Whereas they say that everyone that isn't is a goyim, not worthy of the throne.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: My thing is, do we have our act together? In a particular function where, yeah, we can identify who the imposter is, but who's posing at the end of the day? Because you call yourself God. They don't. They say they're God's chosen. they still admitting that they're your children. So where's God by out to lunch? On Popeye's, online at Popeye's? Come on, son.
0: (laughs) We
1: just experienced the summer solstice. And immediately, in accordance and exact timing, the day for the solstice was probably known five petrillion gazillion billion years ago because it was archiving time and they have glyphs to show of it. How precise would they be to know that the minute that the solstice kicked in yesterday, the sun just started violent? And anyone on this line knows what I'm talking about, that sun was emitting a whole nother energy it's a sun and solar cycle for a reason, meaning that the solar energy is on the ascending to your ability to really let your nuts hang out heading into the dog days, is at its highest peak right now. So the aptitude and the ability to do the most positive work on the planet is present at this particular moment, and you have to have a plan, because remember, those that plan, right, prevent poor performance and end up ultimately dodging persecution because the slopes are getting real slippery, all right? You better have your dancing shoes and your two-steps down packed because very soon you're going to have to dance with the devil because that agenda is actually, you know, being enacted. No doubt. So pretty much you're waiting on a miracle if you don't have a plan. But at this particular time, miracles are possible. So be prepared. Because if one thing happens that breaks the whole of the matrix, right, because the matrix is a lattice grid that surrounds this planet, it's the shit that's on TV, because that shit is powerful. I just got a glimpse of uh, Toya and Tina or whatever, tiny, I ain't never seen that shit, and I'm like, people have to be deeply, deeply under a spell to sit there
0: <laughs> and watch a shorty
1: that looks like a fucking troll,
0: <laughs>
1: hummus nothing. You know what I'm saying? And and not in tune with what with, 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 with her celestial ancestral self. You know what I mean? The the just looking at the wanton waste by people that are in, quote, unquote, positions of power where they can say or do something at this particular time just to fucking inspire the youth. There's nothing more precious than these babies. So my nephew today is just observing the social dynamics of the children. I want to be in their world because it's so free and it's so simple, and we make this shit so complicated. Wearing ourselves out trying to fucking convince people of their divine nature and them niggas even can enough to follow through and do some research. Yep. Babies don't deserve this because they are not that fucking lame as their parents. You know what I'm saying? They actually want to get it right. Like, ask them what's good. Because they'll give you a real answer and it won't be duplicit They're not going to go back to the playground talking about, I don't fuck with that, nigga. His breath stink. You know, all that shit he was talking about couldn't be true because I seen him, you know what I'm saying, drinking a Coke at the end of the day. I seen him in a club sipping Henny. He got to be a hypocrite. That shit couldn't be real. You know, those miracles I seen, nah, that was illusionary. But yet, people go to the movies and then base their whole life on who? Scarface, a fictional character. Yeah. And there's divine beings right amongst you. And because they got on sneakers with, you know, two different colors, or they got scuffs on their sneakers, or probably even holes in their sneakers, you wouldn't stop for a moment to hear any of their divine prophecy, which at this day and time is one of the most pertinent things. Information in the information age is going to be needed when things get funky. Because at this point, things only deserve to get funky. You know what I'm yep. saying? How pompous of people that they think the fucking roof can stay up with this shit that's going on? Just the backbiting and the venomous shit in the conscious community alone because of the information. It has ascended you already into the fourth or fifth dimension before they even got the fucking furniture out and the place ready for the welcoming party. You niggas is in there fighting, pissing, backbiting, stabbing each other, and you're supposed to be in there putting the fucking decorations up. G.I. in the spot.
2: Yep. Niggas want to argue about how many... Already.
1: Books already. We ain't even get there yet. And y'all niggas supposed to transfer into light beings and be amongst the all? You know with a permanent sound of for? How? We don't even meditate at lectures. We don't even do collective mantras. Come on, son. How serious can we be if we don't go in there and have collective meditations like, look, this is the fucking solution for this lecture. Before we even hear the lecture, let's do a mantra on a solution. And then hear the lecture about how that's going to come into fruition so we can do a meditation afterwards to finalize it. This is ritual. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) A new ritual for a new day. Come about the old shit, man. That's only to teach you the framework. It's only to teach you preparation of how to put your shit together, okay? And for you to ultimately use the story to convince others that what you're talking about has some substance because it has attachment to lineage. That's what the embracement of the Morris Doctrin- Doctrine and the understanding and the overstanding and the understanding is about is because it connects you. Directly to an ancient peace. land that spans peace,
3: years oh.
1: beyond, years beyond millennia, and it concurrently connects with you right into this present moment because it has precedence in this land.
2: Yes, it Okay,
1: best. you are a noble in this land if you know thyself. There are rewards for being conscious of who you are. Okay, there is gold to be had for you, waiting in reserve for you. If only you would fucking get your lazy ass up and know yourself. Because if you did any study of what you have heard since January, going to the January show, it was done on Noble Drew Ali's solar day. Yep. You hear the very first show speaking about the feats of this man and who he was and who he presently is, because he exists today in the form of his children, in the form of the idea, like they showed you in uh Z that is the idea that outlives the flesh of the man. You know what I'm saying? Yes, and then sir. every show in between, if you can't extract something from that catalog and the the depth of information that is provided across these airways, if you can't see an uh, 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 enactment of a mythos over and over and over again, the greatest story never told, but heard over the airways. If you can't walk away and totally upgrade your mental framework, yeah. your operation system, your mainframe, rewiring of the motherboard, because you can't clean the vessel out, clean the computer out, and leave the motherboard the same. You have to reconfigure the motherboard. Okay, so at the cellular level, you have to make these changes. Coming into the info now, that's just a part of it. Since we are in a new era, in a new, quote, unquote, eon or age, the age of the water bearer, the water to be bared at this particular time, in my opinion, and this is not a publicity stunt for the product, but the soul gold water for the simple fact that gold as a mineral helps regenerate dna cell so the dna that has been damaged and destroyed from the hybrid foods now has a chance to be rewired and you're going to need a dna re-justification and rewiring and reframing of the motherboard done if you're going to make the light shift jump that 2012 is all about it is about going into a different band frequency where you're going to emit voltage at a higher rate. Now that you see what you see with BP, they are prepping for that particular period by creating the air. Before the airbender sees who he is and awakes, they created the war in the air because the air is just another form of water. So condensed air is pulling the gaseous fumes off of the Gulf, creating combustible air, right? Moving into clouds, vaporous clouds into the city. As much as these niggas smoke, you're talking about instant conversation on the spot, combustions and all that. Yeah. You're talking about a whole different type of war, all right, where now they have turned nature against man as a weapon, though, of the most insidious nature. So you have to be an airbender because so it's going to be on you to find out what the ancient air rituals were from the indigenous of this land, Go to these mounds, connect these ancestors, ask their permission, get the secrets, and actually start doing the work. That's what your ass is going to need to succeed in these next few coming days. Yeah. Right. Need to reconnect to nature, which is like the brother said, the netta, i.e., the God in you.
2: Blue. Let me let me inform the family. If we have 7 minutes remaining i definitely want y'all to catch to 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 continue this conversation with us for another hour by simply calling in and the number is 347 637 2135 i'm going to repeat that 347 637 2135 yes sir yeah yeah peace family
1: Yeah, you know I like the um like the Camelback of what you were saying about the number forty-four Barack for Barack Obama, right? Um, you know that that probably be talking about like after the Constitution was driven um well drawn up because you have to also remember you had fourteen presidents before him, so if you take fourteen plus forty-four, that give you fifty-eight, right? And then that 5 plus that 8, that give you 13. And then you take that 1 plus that 3, that give you 4. So that make it one pill, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to also, like, you know. also show you this real quick, right? Just to show and prove what we're talking about, right, G-Dub, George Washington was the first president and the 43rd, the 7th, right, Was G-Dub, George W., quote-unquote Bush. So they capped it right there. The whole what plan, the Masonic plan, was what? We will do our great works right here in the West. We will rise the quote, unquote, Egypt of the West. They rose it through the president who was a reincarnation symbolically of Akhenaten. You know what I'm saying? But also on some terms from what some spiritual readers are saying, also spiritually, where this is Akhenaten coming back to complete his mission of, making a one world order because a one world religion is a one world order. So many people are saying he was the father of the priesthood. That's what the Valentine lecture's going into. So we have to make these connections again through the knowledge. This is not about conjecture. We have to watch
2: these lectures. No doubt. I want to open up this line real quick. We'll call it from a six seven eight six nine nine. Peace. Knowledge radio. Hey, hey. Peace, peace, peace.
1: I'm in here. How are you, brothers?
2: Peace. Sure, man. Peace to the God. all as well. Is this well,
1: I, well, yeah, you you know it's me. I just wanted to touch on a few notes as far as, like, our Moorish heritage, because a lot of brothers, they get caught up in the last few years, or they get so deep off into the law, they don't realize that the family is a lot bigger than any name or any title we could put on it, and it really has to go back to blood and family and tribes, but not by name and not by, you know, something that you read in the book because, you know, even when you go back to the Egyptian text, there were, you know, some black folks that were considered Moors than there were others that were considered, you know, they were still considered Moors, but their blood wasn't pure. You understand? So we've we got to go back to the family and not get caught up in the titles because the, the, the Hebrews were Moors, the the, the the Muslims were Moors, you know, there was Moors everywhere, and, and wherever they, they moved to or wherever they lived at, you know, their customs became religion because they weren't the gods at that time. And we also have to start looking at the fall as a, as, you know, much more, than just like what happened in 1492 because what happened in 1492, we were already at such a degree that these people could even, you know, it could be a war back and forth because at one point there wasn't a, a perspective thing. We were so much more dominant physically and genetically, there was no question of war or takeover. This was our shit. And that was the end of that. You, you wasn't even on a level where you could fuck with us. Now, when the real fall happened, we became, you know, at a level where we could be manipulated, at a level where we could be overpowered, overran, and pushed off of a different land. But we was at a point where genetically, physically, tangibly, not spiritually on another planet and all that type of shit, right here on Earth, physically, genetically much more dominant And, you know, that's what the pyramids was about. That's what the mounds was about. It was about keeping a certain amount of negative ions fresh in our communities where we live that to keep the energy and the bioelectric current strong within the body. The technologies that's in place now are limiting the amount of bioelectricity available to you to even utilize. So even if you do get your vehicle your vehicle, you know, supercharged the way it should be. You put a new engine in it, you put a new transmission in it, you're not going to get the right type of fuel because it's unavailable. To even get us to that point, unless we start doing the alchemical work on the internal note, which is the the gold and the sea moss and the seventh heaven and and the moringa and the, the chlorella and the spirulina and all these different things, you know, the sea vegetables, the sea algae, all these different things that we need to bring full circle. Because we got some brothers that's taking the Because some on the Seamoss. We got some brothers that's eating McDonald's, but they're good martial artists. You know, it, it, it has to be a full 300, not even 360, it has to be a full 720-degree spectrum before we can even move and march and walk like we once did.
2: Indeed, indeed.
1: So, I mean, you know, that's the perspective we got to look at. it. Like if if we're on a level where we got swords and they got swords and, you know, they can run us off hours, we already fell before, we already fell, you know, to the point where we were even susceptible or vulnerable is the word I was looking for to be taken off because that's the, the whole point is since he's been here, he was watching us and eyeing us for that opportunity. Once we got weak and he saw it, he capitalized. It's very simple. Yes, sir. So we just have to not even really pay that much attention to him. I mean, we need to pay attention to world events to see what's going on around us, but I completely agree with you. It's a mental thing. We need to stop paying so much attention to him and really focus on the internal alchemy because that's the only real way to get us where we need to go, internal alchemy. We've got to That'd do be the work. Let me make mention of this Like when the family Is all together at these festivals Take BAM African Street Festival for example You know what I'm saying Other functions a doom day, Things of that nature Everybody walks away And they're like yo I wish I could do this Any day out the year You feel me Or they're like damn why we gotta go back to the real world As if that ain't the real world yeah. Because it only takes a decision at this particular point in time to say, yo, that's what I want for myself. Because when we together, we ain't thinking about them niggas. The police is even docile. Because then all the shit that they see in because it's unity and they're rendered weak amongst unity. Like their position is exactly what they signed up for and that's to make sure that nobody comes around and fucks with us.
3: Wait not, and not, not only on that
1: I've seen them, and I've seen them, I've seen them tamed. I've seen them tamed, and I've tamed them myself, so I know it could be done. The thing is, when you're acting outside of yourself, then you give the shaitan the, the 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 room for which to play his angles, because it's about entering at an angle. You feel me? Absolutely. I'm going to yeah. all actually. of these train stations where they got these searches and all that shit set up. I got. But look even back.
0: police, even police, the people. Uh,
1: so, so you, you got, got a, a lot of police. police. Wait, you got a lot of police. That's why Conscious Material you go home studying it, and on the low, they got to do their daily one, two, three. But at home, you know, they they study. It. They on the call right now. Yes, they are. They're not They're not agents. They study. It. They just so happen to also be officers. No, and to yes. them I fully understand because this is for them as well. You know what I mean? We come and we speak to all of our people when there are agents in the room and all that, look, we're speaking to the essence of your soul because inwardly there's still some place in you that has to know the truth in order to operate. This is about an upgrade. Everyone has to get the upgrade. Just because you got a federal job don't mean that you could think that that's going to secure you from the shifts.
0: <laughs> it ain't that
1: strong, buddy. Like that shit is hidden by a th- it's- it's held on by a, by a-, a thin thread. Teeth. If the shit collapses tomorrow, like, then what does your value become? Then what good is your 401k?
3: To give validity to um to what you're saying, at one time um the FBI was investigating the Moore Science Temple. And you can actually read the papers where the FBI oh. agents was actually sitting in the meeting <laughs> with turbans and dress-on males and female agents. And at the end of the report, you will see that they was writing like there's nothing we could do here. They're talking about law, government, and bringing their people together. Some of the FBI agents actually end up joining the Moonside Temple.
0: Right,
1: because truth is
3: truth. No matter where you get it,
1: where you find it, how it looks, how it's packaged, they could kill the messenger, but as long as he wrote that down somewhere, it's still left. So when we look at these walls, rocks, and everywhere, it's the same thing. So eventually... You know, we just have to find a way to make the truth cool again. It has to be cool again. It's just as simple as that. Once that becomes the trend, which is slowly happening, it's slowly happening, and it's not slowly happening just solely because of the solar cycle. It's also happening because people are running, running out of bullshit to keep you occupied with. People get complacent with shit after a while, and... They're, they're seeing through the traps. Even people that don't have an ounce of consciousness in their body know that something's wrong with what the current, you know, everyday routine is. Yep.
0: So so they just, you know what's so funny,
1: family? You know what's so funny, family? And Morris Brooklyn just brought it back to my um, to my remembrance, right? The fans wearing the fans. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you're going to just take the D on and put the Z there. you know what I'm saying? Because it's dealing with what? Government, ordinance and department, you know what I'm saying? They know who the real is. You know who the
0: real feds are, you
2: know what I mean? And with that, i say peace. No doubt. I'm going to go ahead and open up another line real quick. Y'all stay on that line, though. We're going to get back to you, uh, Brother Inky. I want to know what made consciousness cool to you. <laughs>
1: That was a fantastic question right there. Um, Actually, I just, you know, I just kind of, slipped. it just kind of happened for me because when I was little, I just, I kind of just used to fight a lot, you know, but I liked to read. My father just kept asking me books. So me being, having my own, you know, I had a little bit of, you know, I had some kind of respect in the neighborhood, you know, I wasn't a herb so to speak, and, um, you know, so for me, even when it wasn't cool to read, that was just like, you know, yeah, yeah, you that be reading books, you know what I'm saying? So I was always into just being, and it came from just a purely selfish motivation. I just wanted to be one step ahead of the next nigga. So, you know, every day I got to do be a little 10, 15 push-ups, you know what I mean, and read a book, you know what I mean, so I could be a little faster than you and a little stronger than you. Later on in life, I started reading, you know, X New York, and Noble Drew and but it just started from lo- loving to read books, to be honest, you know what I mean? That's, that's where that started. And then, you know, the fact that I had respect in the neighborhood allowed me the freedom to feel like I didn't have to follow, I could blaze the trail, you know what I'm saying? But everybody doesn't have that charisma or that, you know, self-esteem, to be honest, to step out on their own and say, you know what, I'm fucking with this. You know what I mean? I, this is what I like. You know, this is what I, this what's cool to me. So it's not necessarily, it may not be cool right now, but this was cool to me, and I'm gonna keep on doing it until I make it cool. Because I'm gonna get one or two people to follow me, and I'm gonna get show them how to get two people to follow them. You know, and then you know, yeah. I bumped into a red pill and a blue pill, and they was like, "Yo, it's bigger than that. Let me show you." And, you know, I've been, you know, lucky, lucky, I I feel, I consider myself blessed to know a lot of people in person because I think a lot of people in the conscious community underestimate and undervalue a lot of people in the conscious community and a lot of resources we have when people are, you know, you got cats like, you know, Tosh, Tariq, and you know, even the older cats that that have been laying it down for years, and all the way up to the Polites and the Ali Muhammad, I don't feel like we we look at them and and feel the appreciation we should have to have them around right now. Because if we didn't have cats blazing the trail, we wouldn't have had a young cat blazing the trail. That would that would mean we wouldn't be blazing the trail. So it's just you know, I just was lucky, I guess. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like every time one of us gets lucky and comes comes away or, you know, finds a way to enter this information, responsibility comes with it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, like we always compare the the wisdom to jewels. Like, yo, son dropped a jewel on me, uh oh, that was a good jewel right there. Okay, cool. With a blessing or with jewels or with treasure or with wealth comes responsibility. You know what I'm saying? And the responsibility is you gotta spread the jewels just like you got them. You know, and if we all have that, you know, or develop that self-esteem and that confidence, we can step out on our own, you know what I'm saying? But until then, you know what I'm saying, because that's that's really not the reality of the situation because as long as you live in a material situation, no matter how much you do get, you're always going to feel like it's something you don't have, period. You know what I'm saying? We, we We always look at people in the hood and think that competition and jealousy is just between us. It's not. It's happening in the million dollar home communities and the ten million dollar home communities. They just competing and getting petty off of different shit. You know, in the hood, people getting shot for fifty dollars. You know, in those neighborhoods, you got people getting shot for putting different names on the will or trying to, you know, take over your corporation from the inside out and different shit like that. But you know, so the stakes is different, but it's still the same jealousy and it's still the same material greed. You know, you got, you know, three companies, but you need, you know, you need, you need the whole market share. You know, you don't have, you don't want to have three forms of the market. You want it all. So the materialism still has the same different outcomes. It just plays out a little different, you know, yeah. because it's, you know, a different field, But it's the same thing. And with the knowledge and the information to bring it all back, we have to treat it like the jewels that it is. And we got to appreciate the cat that's given us these jewels. And we got to really, like, you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm with... Everybody wearing feathers every day. If we moors, if feathers, we should wear feathers like fitted. Wow. But when I say that, a lot of moors don't agree with that because they don't want nobody to rock a feather. if they don't know the science on the fez. They don't want you to rock a feather if you don't know the science of the moors. But you're not going to have that many people. You know, we have, to, we have to compromise a bit with the people that we consider unconscious to bring them in because I think it's our responsibility to. Yes, but you have to know what's going on with the Fez before you are doing it. Well we gotta teach them some of them not gonna be interested because right now it ain't cool. Indeed. The thing is probably we probably need to make a documentary explaining the history of the Fez and 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 appeal to the quote unquote younger audience by way of the clip of J. Electronica Brown and Puffy. Just to use it as an example, like, I know that a lot of y'all were wondering what's this quote-unquote hat that, you know what I mean, and you go into how it's not a hat, it's a fez, a fez Morocco, a fez Turkey, you know, 360 degrees. You know, you go into the whole science by different degrees, breaking it down. Now you'll have a renaissance of interest into further knowing. What else is this about? This seems interesting. Oh, yeah, I showed it with the, um, the way that the signers do it with the rhinestones and stuff. I want to wear one of those. That looks real strong. That's it. And all you need is that. Just the admiration but is my thing the next step is the question. My thing is What's this. That? But then are you ready to see them popping up with the Benz logo on it and rhinestone? Are you ready to see them popping up, you know what I'm saying, with a weed plant in the middle of it? Because their whole thing is like, look, this is my rightful expression. Remember I only have a symbol of the information and not the information itself. So you can't hold me accountable. You know what I mean? Thank you for it. I'm gonna do my own thing though, or you know, the the gay rainbow on the Fez. So you have to take all these things into account. If there's a certain information that goes on there has to be underneath the Fez to fuse the whole technology of the Fez to do what it needs to do to, does what it needs to do because it keeps planets in orbit. It turns you into a spiralized being. You already are one, but now it's harnessed in the form of a needle point, like an obelisk. You know what I'm saying? So this is how you create. Portal. Yeah, you really have to turn that fez on. That's why the twirling dervish and and, and these people, you know what I'm saying, that perform with feather on, feathers on, you know, are known for the quote-unquote magical performances they give. This is how the old sage is always shown with the fez. This is why they have the cartoons about the monkey with the fez and all of these natures. You know what I'm saying? And this is why the European gets to adorn the fez after 35 years of studying himself and becoming a shriner or, quote-unquote, 33rd. So, you know... No, that's right. I was just using that for an example because we have to have something... That they can grab onto and want to emulate because once you emulate something, repetition comes in. Once repetition comes in, memorization comes in, and then we we build a master teachers.
2: Right. Well, my thing is this, uh, brother Enki, and I'm glad we even having this conversation because it's, it's it's different levels to this convo that I want to build on. I want to touch on, but I'm a, I'm gonna touch this one first. That the youth were, So, we're not too far removed from being you. Um, I'm sure my, my brother concurred with me that, you know, it wasn't too long ago that we were in the streets. So, one thing that I know that the youth respects, I mean, and one thing that I know to make the youth do a tool to take and catch their attention is the warriors. The youth love strength. They love to identify themselves with, with the warrior class, with the strong class. You understand? Because they get that testosterone running through their veins, you know what I mean? And they got that, you know, they got that energy that's with running through their veins. That got them just, you know, identifying with anything that they could relate to. So when we begin to tell the story of our ancestors of being the warriors, warrior class, and the nobles and the royalty... Because all everybody wants to, they, we always want the finer things in life, and it's something inside of our veins that is just drawing us to the finer things. We want to adorn silk, we want to adorn gold, we want to adorn diamonds. We want the good things in life. People say, where does that come from? And I remember back in the days, you should be like, remember yo, we used to be now, because son. That's that's just how we was. You know what I mean? That that's really what we about. So. When we take that overstanding right there and apply it to a true story that we could really draw to and be like, look, youngin, this is you 400 years ago. This is you 500 years ago. This is you 300 years ago. This is what you're feeling in your veins right here because this, this, this is you. So we got to start identifying with that. We can't remove ourselves from our true past and our true history, how we truly were. Because we are the nobles and we are royalty. So these kids that are out here identifying with Rick Ross, identifying with Big Meech, identifying with Larry Hoover, identifying with um, you know anybody else that they put on American Gangster or Gangland or the Feds magazine, you know, any of these magazines because they were living an opulent lifestyle and things of that nature. And these kids identify with the rappers. They identify with Puffy, Fabulous, Hoover. Jay z uh, Biggie, all of these other cash money, wheezy, because these people are coming out and they, they are adorning themselves in silk. They're adorning themselves in gold, they're adorning themselves in diamonds, they're adorning themselves in the finest of life, and they all have an aspect of them that are feeding that warrior class. Feel what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. No, I, I agree, but I'm saying we need
1: to, we need to we need to, to we, we need to we need to we need to Show them that we are the strongest. We are the warrior class, so they will want
2: to emulate us. Oh, that's what I'm. I'm, and I'm. I'm totally agreeing. I'm in total agreement with you. Case in point, yesterday, um, last night on Facebook, I posted. Um, I posted Rick Ross song, uh, Bmf Blowing Money Fast, and I said that everywhere I go in all the hoods, this is what's coming out of everybody's car. This is the summer anthem right here, right? So it started a long conversation with dudes on Facebook. You know, some dudes was agreeing, like, yo, I fuck with Ross. You know what I'm saying? I like Ross. Uh, you know, if, if I'm going to listen to that music, I like Rick Ross. You know what I mean? They had other people that were writing on the comments, it was like, um, how could we glorify Rick Ross? You know what I'm saying? He's pushing drugs. He used to be a CEO. La, 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 la. So I was like, yo, I truly understand where you're coming from because I'm not going to co-sign the messages that Rick Ross pushes. I'd be a hypocrite doing that. But, one, but being one who just came from the streets years ago and knowing that there's a thin line between the streets and consciousness, because a lot of people who are in consciousness used to be in the streets, I understand that there's certain things that these brothers are gonna be talking about because that's what they represent. But I also know that there's also there's a dark aspect of the streets that's gonna that I'm gonna be drawn to because I came from the streets. I'm gonna just keep it a hundred. And it's not that I condone it, it's just that I know that it exists and whatnot. So if there's it's like listening to reasonable doubt, he puts it out. I never sold cocaine in my life. I never wanted to sell cocaine in my life. My mother told me, she told my brother the same thing, that if we ever sold cocaine in our life, that she would pay somebody to put a bullet in our head. And I saw the people that was around, and I knew that that was possible. So any cocaine ambitions that I might have quickly went out the window. But when I listened to Reasonable Doubt, and I listened to the poetic way that Jay-Z put forth the messages that he put forth, I was drawn to those messages. I was drawn to the way that he eloquently put the, um, put game. he put a story on X Now, the game that I was involved in, I applied that, I, I applied his way, his approach of his basically, blueprint. we will not, yeah, his blueprint of I will not lose, and I will get it by any means necessary, and I'm going to go to a quiet town and tie it down, I applied that to what I was doing, feel what I'm saying, but it wasn't involving myself in selling drugs and putting my life in jeopardy, you know what I mean, so when I hear Rick Ross, you know, yeah, he used to be a CEO. but shit, you got niggas in the conscious community that used to be CEOs. and when I hear them, it might be some things that they say, I'd be like, I, uh, you know, I'm kind of feeling that. And there might be some shit that they saying, 80% of what they're saying. I'm like, this nigga's an agent, and that's some bullshit that he's talking about. He's trying to put our people in Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> Feel me? But that little 20% that he might be talking about them, I might be feeling, no, nope, it ain't no laws against me not feeling that. So with the Rick Ross thing, I, when we write, I'm like, cool, I understand and all of that, Blase Bloom. Now, to show how the ancestors work, and to show that everything works in divine judgment, I wake up this morning and I go on. Not right and dead. Press has mixtape revolutionary, but gangster. Because when we was when we was writing in the post on the Rick Ross thing, um, my cousin got on and he was like, Shit, "We need to remix the song." And I was like, "Word is born. We do need to remix the song." You know what I'm saying? It? I was like, it's one thing to like the song, but it's another thing to know that because you have to put the street swag into what you're doing because the people that you want to reach is operating with the street swag. They operating with right, an algorithm right. that if you come to them stupid lame on some straight bookworm shit, you know what I mean? Where 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 you don't you don't even got no bass in your voice. They ain't not trying to hear that. They gonna be like, who is this weirdo right here? Probably gotta, yeah, things. So, um, by,
1: by, the, by the mechanism of a certain swag that he brings to that song, you can't deny rhythmically that that song has a certain frequency to it because he's actually feeling himself, so that's a vibration. So you will almost have to be dead or totally, you know what I'm saying, 360 degrees of <laughs> from that particular world, not to say,
3: yo, this shit is
1: kind of knocking like, when I'm going in the kitchen to whip up some moss, I might listen to some Ross. <laughs> you feel me? And that's just keeping it real because it's a whole ethos that goes along with the quote-unquote hustle mentality, and that's just get it, be on top of your thing, dedicate your mind to your to your work. Yeah. Right? They call it work. But here we call it the great works, the laboring. You know what I'm saying? Constructing without using hammers and nails and all that. Solomon Temple shit, right? Yeah. So... You can easily go in there and use the frequency of what it is. You can't stop it from being the summer joint.
3: That's what we got to no. give thanks to um, the but brothers. you can remix it. You can so, remix it. You could be like, I'm Luther,
1: to me.
0: I think I'm Jack Ford. They just got to change
3: the lyrics to, I think I'm Malcolm X, Noble Drew Ali. Elijah Muhammad, you know, it's real simple. Well, we got to give thanks to, um like, Killer Mike and David Banner, who these brothers, you know what I'm saying, they're, they're, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. um, will be gangsters in some people's eyes, but they bring in the knowledge, though, oh, in a way the that the streets, um, could understand. Because they know about Nobu Jali, Elijah Muhammad, all that stuff, and these brothers, you know, they read and they build on it. But now they're finding the areas where they're able to mix it so they could reach a broader audience.
1: Yeah, Jay Electronica is making that possible, you know, by creating an inroad of which information can be considered, quote-unquote, mainstream appealing. So the topic of who knew, Noble Dr. Ali and other morals is already mainstream chatter. It's already out. There is no secrets. You know what I mean? People are just not willing to realize it for what it is. As the prophecy said, you're just letting your birthright lay on the floor. While you dancing and stepping on it and all that, making sure that you are stepping on it with three
3: hundred dollar shoes. Most of it did it with um with his album. His album cover alone is around the planet oh. right now, and everybody's is wondering who are these brothers and sisters. Yeah, you know what I'm saying on So it. it's on, yeah, it's on the
1: community at this point that you're not making it globally known who you are, that you're not putting out press releases, that you're not going down to NBC you know what I'm saying, during the Daily Show, it just signs up with the Moorish flag, saying, you know, the Moors and a maxim, you know what I'm saying, I want to give a shout-out to Moors all across the world. Make yourself known, exist in the visual cortex of the people, and they will materialize you into the physical realm and bring yep. you down. So this is Kabbalah. This is from the fusion of the Moorish science with the Torah. That's why I'm saying the foundation of what the Bibelos is, cannot be ignored. We use it for magic. The Psalms and the Proverbs use for magic. We cannot denounce it. You know what I'm saying? Learn to discern. Because if you learn to discern the Bible, your eye will be sharp to discern the bullshit that you're going to encounter in this particular world. So the people that have fallen victim to the fucking silver tongues and all that, didn't read about the silver tongues and how to avoid and detect this over time. Because everything that you're experiencing, the story of it has been told to you and what? The loophole has already been explained. Like, look, this is how you're going to get out of that. This is how you're going to weave that. This is how this was weaved. You just got to put some remix on it. Be creative. This is supposed to be fun, okay?
2: It's a playground. There you go. Right. Let's get into this this intellectual convo about the Bible. Right? And because you're, you're, you're up, how, yeah. huh? You said what? I said let's get into this intellectual convo about the acceptance of the whole Christian religion with our people and I'm approaching it only because I know I'm approaching it with the historical aspects of our people being tortured, our people being maimed, and our people oh, being subjected right. to all kind of injustices to convert them into being Christians, and right. then and then I'm, I'm fast forwarding it into 2010 when I'm trying when when I'm when I'm conversing with someone who might be tied up into that faith when I'm trying to explain to them that. Yes, you might be the original Christos. You might have, you you can draw yourself, you can find yourself in Ethiopia, the Coptic uh, Christian religion. But if you don't recognize and you don't realize that you are giving your life force and your energy and and your perception to the Roman Catholic Church when you believe in the the, the, um, institution that they have created... In the new world, when you don't realize that you you are empowering them by having them within your mind and within the heart and the image of who you see, God is the white bearded man in the clouds. You're doing yourself an injustice. Now, how do I come, compensate them and tell them that the Bible that they have has no um, historical um, relations, to these images, and and, and and story right here.
1: I mean, well, basically, I think the the Bible was was beat was beat into it beat into diggers, for lack of a better term, at that point. You know, I mean, it, I don't think that it was, you know, the Inquisition was in full bloom. So I think that's where you know the the Christian the Christianity really took hold. I mean, you know. Right, but what I'm stressing is that again, discernment. We have to separate. The, the 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 Torah, the book that I'm talking about, with Christianity, Christianity is their version of them weaponizing the book, like they showed you in Book of Eli. That book was weaponized, yes. Yeah. And the truths in it were distorted to serve a purpose, a distorted purpose of Roman conquistadors and conquerors. You know what I'm saying? Who wipe off and, and 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 really distorted the whole message by changing the infrastructure of it. So the current story or the paradigm that goes along with that particular book, no, they cannot continue and keep that connection, but if they let go of that particular falsehood and they're taught about the Coptic beginnings of it, you know what I'm saying, if they're taught about the astrological and the astronomical story that's being told and the connection the heavens, the clock of destiny, the zodiac story that's within there. You know what I'm saying? If we understand the importance of the sun, we're here talking about the conjecture, you know what I'm saying, and the dogma of religion. But who made the summer solstice ritual yesterday honoring the sun, which was present the longest day out of the year? Who made that yesterday? Because that is the most important thing, and that's what all of these quote-unquote religions and systems are built around is the motion of those bodies that give life and sustain life and our relationship to it and how we give and sustain life and the connection as above so below. It's a beautiful tale. We're getting caught up in too much dogma. This shit don't matter, man. I'm not willing to debate or argue with no one about what they think they know, but what you can't deny is what's going on above your head. Because it's right and exact. You feel me? And if you don't get a solid understanding of it, you are going to be in a very, very weird place. And these next coming days, when you see shit that you don't understand because you're not understanding how to read the stars that's explaining what time it is based on planetary alignments. Like, look, this is the energy for the day. Expect something. So if something happens, you're mindful, and then you don't get lost in fear. Because once you're lost in fear, you're finished. Can I add on? Well, yes, do you, well, yes, so, um, let me let me just touch the fear thing because that's 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 why I was saying earlier. I was just using the Fez for an example. But we just need something where everybody can identify as one unit, and that will erase a lot of the fear. Because fear comes from feeling like you're alone a lot. You know, so we had that one unifying, because even, even we have now, you know, you a know, hundred different Moorish communities now. So, we, you know, we just got to find one banner, just one thing, even if it's not a banner, even if it's just a shirt or just a, 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 you know, pin. a pin, you know, just like that one thing that everybody, you know, because that's what's necessary to get rid of the fear. Right, when they see commonality. Right? They see comrades. They see connections. They can ask a fellow more now for a quote-unquote favor if one is needed because that person is a member of your nation. Right. By his hope and his creed, which is denoted by his badge of honor that he's wearing, hopefully, over his left breast. You know what I'm saying? So that's what needs to be brought back.
3: Yeah, to, um, to add on to um, to add on, to uh, answer Red Hill's question, like there's a saying that says that um, we had the land and they had the book. Now we have the book and they have the land. But another part to that is that um, they had the science. No, we had the science. They had the religion. Now we have the religion. They got the science. So what we really have to do is the Holy Bible, which is really. Um, Sun, book, sun pages, raw book, raw pages. What we have to do is to teach our people the science in their religion in order to complete them. Yes. When we speak to them, we have to let them know that there's not ten commandments. There's actually 613. But the Kabbalists know that six plus one plus three equals ten. And that ten is actually ten sephiroth. Those is really the ten commandments. So you have to give them the science in order to bring them out. When they see that it rained for 40 days and 40 nights, Moses was on top of the mountain for 40 nights. Um, When they disobeyed God, they wandered the wilderness for 40 years. Jesus was, was was in the desert meditating for 40 days. 40 itself means to renew and to come into. So we understand that this book was used as a weapon because Christianity is first political, religious second, representing yeah. the European nations and European powers. So what we have to let them know is how were, were we adopting this book? Because a lot of our ancestors really adopted this religion easily because there were so many similarities. There was already a unk over here, a cross over here, across the two lines in the middle. We already had... A crucified savior already. There's a book called The World's 16 Crucified Saviors, and it's saying how there was hundreds and thousands of saviors that did the same exact thing hundreds and thousands of years before the alleged Jesus the Christ. So what we have to do is, if they are caught up in it, give them the science. If they're ready to detach, then okay, you know that Jesus, you know, if if he really existed, he was original man. Okay, well you know what? Jesus didn't exist. Jesus really Haru then you go into astrology, then you go into Jesus, really, you know, Christ consciousness, then, you know, you you bring them out. Right. Yeah. We can't I've throw these books said, away.
2: So you mean, you, you're actually saying the embracing of the Gnostics?
3: There you go.
2: Or, better yet, the graduation of the scriptures of amongst our people to say, look, Maybe, you know, all right, you're Christian, dealing with the book, dealing with the faith. But how about that there's higher levels to this faith? How about that there's a deeper science behind this faith that you could be getting into? Rather right. than just leaving it in grade school with just Sunday school, reading from the scriptures. You mean know, the surface? There's, there's layers that you could go within they could even they they could create a crystals within. You're saying you're saying approach it like that.
3: Right, because you have to know their book. You can't talk about it without knowing knowing it. Now yeah. you can point out scriptures where the symbolic Christ said things that I have done you shall do and greater showing mm-hmm. you that he was a fellow symbolic brother. Like this is where you point out, you know, things to them. This is where you point out, you know, ye are gods. Yeah, and and break it down how to how to embrace it. but well, you have to show them how to read it. it because their pastors who are masons or in clandestine groups they know the real secret but they're not teaching the flock Because yeah. it comes to it comes to a certain point where you're, you're not going to be going to synagogues and mosques and temples anymore because it has to that's when you understand that your physical vessel is the synagogue and stuff like that when you make a hajj to mecca that's the physical, cosmic representation of what you do within yourself. You're actually making the pilgrimage from your lower chakra to your higher chakra. This is where Medina and Mecca is now your pioneer and hypothalamus gland. And another thing, too, brother, I want to cut you your wisdom. We also have to
2: remember that the Inquisition, which was the iron hand, it was the grip that the Europeans were putting on their people, also dealt with um, heretics. You got to remember that they were were burning heretics at the stake. They were crucifying heretics, and they were crucifying those who were teaching the scriptures in a Gnostic way to the people. Right. So, yes, they did suppress that.
3: And to bring definition to those words, heretics and pagans were people who were not adopting or even listening to what the church are saying. This is the yeah. value of etymology. Yeah.
1: And I think also with more than just teaching, you know, that that we are gods and that ye are gods, we have to make sure that we all demonstrate like we need to look, we need to look healthy, you know. Because even, you know, that that shows something, you know. When when you listen to a brother, like for instance, heart surgeons have one of the highest rates of death by, uh, you know, heart disease. You know what I'm saying? So on one note, you know, they they're supposed to be heart surgeons, but they, you know, they have a high rate of heart mortality because they're not living with they what they teach you, and they can teach you well, but they're not demonstrating. You know what I'm saying? So we got to demonstrate that we are God, and then we won't even have to teach it hard, because people will be doing
3: their own research,
1: because they just going to want to be
3: like that. All right, There's, there's so much science that's really missing, man. Like, there's 66 books in the Bible, but carbon is 666, which makes us, which makes us melanin. The missing six is that DOS which is really you that has to activate it. The word testament is two words, testy and ment. Testy means mind. Ment means body. So Old Testament really means old, old body, old mind. New Testament means new body and new mind. Like There's so many signs that you could go into it with them, but you have to know how to make that connection with them if they're still so in love with it. Because all it is is really astrology, numerology, mathematics, and all the science is wrapped up in allegory and personification, fused with actual events and actual places. Dude. But you have Yo, to know but, how to decode
2: it. I, I truly, I really want to see that shit go down, man. Like, I, I really want to be a participant in a class where we got a room full of Christians and we are totally just going in, you know what I mean, decoding and upgrading that information that they have.
3: Like I, to, I think, I
2: think we could bring the best out of our people like that.
3: Shout out to Doctor York. That's what he was. He was I, absolutely.
2: Well, I mean, we
1: can we can still, you know, maybe we can put together a situation where we, you know, issue out a, a, a challenge towards the base.
3: Not even really a a debate, because what you're going to have is scholarly versus conditions and emotional reflexes. What we have to do is teach. We have no time to debate. Anybody who is not mentally, physically, and spiritually balanced has no arguments or saying or comment when it comes to things logical and valid. So we have to teach. I would disagree. I would say they would have no logical argument, but you get
1: some... Some, some Christians that's real hardcore Christians that's been Christians, you know, they've been raised in the church. They're going to have an argument for you. Whether the argument is
3: logical or not or fact-based or not is another story, but they're going to argue you down. Well, we still have to teach. It's still not valid to make any comment. They could ask questions and get clarity, but we have to do the teaching. This was what the Moors were doing in all civilization around the planet. The Moors were the high priests. When you when you go to oriental paintings and you see the Moor sitting down or leaning up against the wall and you see somebody writing, the Moore was spit in the Bible, the Torah and the Quran from memory. From memory, yeah.
2: Off the dome.
3: Repetition. Like right. Brother Inky,
1: do you think that Brother Ali or Brother Polite could be in the company of one of those radicalized Christians and is not gonna be able to bring him to a certain level of understanding of who he is in relationship to who we are. At, at, with, with, his the swiftness. Swiftness. With, with the swiftness, with the swiftness, right. that's, that's what we did. I mean, so that's district. what I'm saying. We need to invite that open forum. That's all I'm saying to have those discourses because I right make now we would be make doing this. Let's, let's make it instead of debate, let's travel the South and make it a dialogue. Yeah, right. Absolutely. All community yeah, well, relationships. Under the, the guise of community relationships, you right. want to meet with the Christian community and inform them about the history of the Islamic community, and in the process, you fuse both together by showing them their relationship they're in. And Absolutely. Even that, uh, that's, 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 and embrace it. We're doing we a lot of teaching to people that's already in the conscious movement. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying, is that we do a lot of teaching to people that's in the conscious movement. We need to get out and get, out get the Christians and the, these other groups and give them the history and, and welcome them to, you know, challenge information or ask any questions they have and, and get answers and get it straight.
2: Yes. I, I can't, no. I'm itching at the fact that I could sit around some Christians and give them the history of uh, how Christian came to America. You know what I mean? And like I say, I'm not holding nothing against them. Because if they knew their history, you know what I'm saying? If they knew what that history was about, you know, I I, I would want them to to, to admit it. But if they don't know that history, I will have no problem sharing that with them. You know what I'm saying? And then leave the ball in their court. Because if a lot of
3: people knew better, they would do better you got to explain to them the reason why they're even Christians is because the slave master were Christians. If the slave master was Islamic, they would be. If the slave master were Buddhist, they would be. If the slave master was using the Torah, they would be Hebrews right now.
2: Okay, so what about the Holy Roman Empire?
3: Right, the Holy Roman Empire is completely different from the current Catholic Vatican Holy See, spelled S-E-E in law. The I know. Holy Roman Empire was in Africa. And this is where the Coptic, Gnostic Christianity now that we have, which is our version of what is known as Christianity today. But when we have our mulatto and pale children who basically defeated us and then took the foundation to another place and then make the whole thing be a pale movement, where behind the scenes they worship in the dark movement, you know, this is the problem that we have. So it's going to take no understanding history yeah. and knowing yeah. both sides, not just one covenant. side. That's
1: what they signed up for. You know what I'm saying? Well, they signed up to say that they're going to keep the covenant. Look, we're going to work on Saturday, being all black, right? If you catch them in Williamsburg, you see them with their hat on representing Saturn All right. black. You know what I'm saying? Giving it up. So they think is like, look, we keeping the covenant, Daddy. If you was, then you would know what time it is. Yep. But now, the, the fact that you don't, we going in on you. Because those that say that ye are gods are not, according to the custom ways and the mores of what it means to be noble. Because the nobility will connect you to the divinity. 'Cause it's divine and national movement that Noble Drew Ali came forth talking about. So all of the groundwork has been laid. If you were on your dean you know what I'm saying? Then the things that you see today wouldn't necessarily particularly be seen. You wouldn't be subject to this shit. Yep. I can I can only speak for self. I'm invisible. a lot of what other people would perceive to be the quote-unquote the opponent or the adversary like he really don't exist in my mind and when we dialogue it's in a mannerism where he knows exactly that i know who he is and where he's at in the conversation and it's okay like you can actually get away and walk away with your life when you do it like for real try it out sometime
3: yeah i've sat down and talked to um these Jews that people see on Eastern Parkway and all of that and I'm talking to him and he's talking to me because I know who he is and he knows who I am he's asking me why the hell don't your other people notice Mm. on my Facebook I put up a picture of a celebration called Purim P-U-R-I-M people could look that up (laughs) around the world wherever any Jew is the celebration is usually around March these Jews actually go inside of the synagogue and put on noble robes and fezzes. I've seen it. And they celebrate... They got
1: the pointy shoes and all that.
3: And they celebrate when the Persians, which is really a codename for Moors, did not eliminate them in one point in history.
1: All right. For reference, people go and watch 300 to so show and prove that when we speak of Persians, we're talking of Moors. It you you a 300.
3: If the fireman, the doctor, the judge, the attorney, the president, the mayor, the governor around the planet, everybody know who we are, so there's no more proving anymore. We just have to come into our own. They can't tell you, they can't show you, and they're not even going to agree with you unless you're completely on your square. Yeah. And they be like, well, damn, you know, when y'all ready, like, we'll, we'll be there you to bring stuff in balance researched about the noble Jurali, Europeans and everybody on the northern and western hemisphere was helping out noble Jurali. but he was doing a movement for our people though no albino and no so called Jew was allowed to come in because this was a movement for us only Asiatics and Moors but the whole world was helping him though, what, what he called sympathizers and with nobody stepping to him. What brought the movement down? The ignorance of our own people.
1: Yep. After every time. Like the very same people that you have put your life on the line to help and feed are the very same people who want to poison you, the hand that seize them with slander and poison, and backbiting, and venom, and all of these other things. And then they wonder why they're sick. And that's a sick nature. And that's what this community consists of. That's the thread. That's the binding aspect of the community that they can all join with in unison is the soup of gossip that people sip from. The cesspool of slander, People bathe in and take sips from. You know what I'm saying? The acidic nature, inwardly and outwardly, based on the fact that this is what moves people, that you would have shows like this and people would be in the chat room ignoring what's being said and talking about nonsense. So the crimes of the conscious are way heavier than those of the unconscious, those that watch. D.E.T. or is all into the game. You know what I'm saying? They don't have that sense of what you got in terms of them feeling like something's wrong and it needs to be fixed. Their releases through entertainment, through enjoyment. And to them, their world is probably rosy and they probably read the Bible and all that. Or just go to church. But those that have taken on this mantle to say, I'm going to change something. I'm going to be... And uh, the priesthood of the light bearers to bring forth change, to do things different. Those are the people in their most hypocritical nature at this particular point. Not Rick Ross. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. No better. And the fake out is, you know what I'm saying, people even considering it to be such. Because again, you get getting caught with judging outside of oneself. You are not part of the Levi priesthood. You have no business trying to act like you're a judge. You ain't from the tribe of Dan. Sit your ass down. So it's the unqualification because people are not knowing what their station is, what their house is, what their astrological chart is, so they can know these things of what quote-unquote tribe they fit into. Astrological house. And what right. that governs,
2: you know what I'm saying? True.
1: Indeed. The ISIS has, Brother Ali lays it out in ISIS, where each one of those stations is assigned different departments of which now you could create industry based on people being in their rightful position and playing their parts. You know what I'm saying? So this is the form of which we're talking about of now the the foundation has been laid for nation building. Let's get to building. There's no more time left. we got to make conscientious decisions about whether or not we're going to relocate and create our new world and stop worrying ourselves and confusing ourselves with the quote unquote tale of the conquest of the new world. This world being the oldest world on this continent, more than likely based on the information that's being found at this time. Serpent Mound alone being the most significant, significant point on the morphogenetic grid that I can decipher based on the fact that this is technically what connected the realms of heaven and earth and where the portal was
3: at. For our, um, for our RBG people, they could look up something called the Chinchorro mummies, C-H-I-N-C-H-O-R-R-O, and the Chinchero mummies are the oldest mummies found anywhere on the planet above water. The Chinchero mummies is also known as the red, the black and the green mummies because some of them is painted all red, all black, all green. Y'all people don't y'all really don't understand that y'all are already home. What are they oh, okay. probably say this is a this is the western part or the left part? Out there in the Where did
2: they all find these mummies, brother?
3: These mummies are in South America
2: okay
3: I
1: thing uh they is is our people you know suffer from a lack of knowledge and it's not to be vindictive it's it's just explaining to them that it's like it's not even so much a yo they don't study it's not even technically knowing where to study, the possibility of just pitching their hat into the field of study and bumping up on a certain mound that at a point of entry they can even understand what we're talking about, it's like, nah, this is 30-something years built up to this particular point of gaining and garnering information and going through trials and passing levels and gaining degrees and moving forth to really overstand what we understand about the position, the particular positioning of this landmass and its significance to the story that's being played. And the fact is, if you were not supposed to be here playing this game right now, that would mean that everything in nature, in time, would be out of order and out of whack. And we just live in a quantum dimension, a bizarre world, which many people feel. But at the same time, You know, Marcus Garvey had boats in the 1900s. It don't take nothing to fill up a boat and go home if that's where you feel that you need to be. Like, there's nothing to stop at that, and it hasn't been done yet. And again, like I said, if technically you were from somewhere else when they released your ass after you got locked up, they'd have been deported you if the agenda is to get rid of you. Well, right. yeah. That particular treaty and that creed is what binds you to this land and keeps you here. And they said that you are known to no other foreign lands but your homeland. So they can't throw you nowhere. There's treaties that protect you. And this is the significance of the Moorish science movement, Noble Jewelry in particular, and ancient and archaic Moorish history in general.
3: When they get into law, they understand.
1: binding right agreement.
3: When they get into law, they understand there's a reason why Marcus Garvey was deported because he had a place of origin, which was Jamaica. There's a reason why the rapper Shine got deported to South America because he has a place of origin. Our people do not have a place of origin because they don't know who they are or they take on false label. So they can't deport you, so they build more jails to keep you here. Right. And none of our people is really aware of that because you're already home. Yeah,
1: let's roll the dice on this and say, okay, the Montauk Indian, right, at the pinpoint on Long Island. Now, there's a part of Montauk that is similar to what we talk about in Serpent Mount as well. That's the Montauk Point. That's where they created the Montauk experiment they time traveled through. So, this point on the Morpho genetic grid is also a throughway a portal between both worlds.
3: The Montauk right? were also called the, the Egyptians, of course.
1: Right. Those people that occupied that land their surname is Pharaoh okay they had the entire civilization was built on crystal quartz right they said that yep. they took them out in the early 1900s you know how they took them out after they went to war I mean not necessarily war but they used uh, uh, economic way treaties breaking treaties and stuff like that To break them down, and then the final blow to them was the 1900, somewhat I forgot what exact year it was, but it was the census, and they came around the census and they gave them an option of black and white, and they denationalized them all, and they went to court and said the Montauk no longer exists. Therefore, we are taking this particular land. Now, they governed all lands that were considered. Long Island. They're also who they refer to as the Algonquin and all of that. So Long Island, we understand it as Kings County because it's Long Island, Queens, and Brooklyn. Wine Dance was one of the Shinnecock's sons. Okay? I mean, Shinnecock was also one of Montauk's sons as well as Wine Dance was one of the Montauk's sons. So you have Wine Dance Long Island where Kim comes from. Okay? You have Brentwood where EPMD and them is coming from. You got up being all of them coming from uh you know, that adjoining area, all of that is ancestral land. Okay, we are from our family of Shinnecock. One side of the family is from Saint Croix and the tribes over there, and the other side is Shinnecock, which makes us direct descendants of the Montauk, which they say themselves in their story, they say they're the last remnants of the continent of Atlantis when it sunk. So here we are again at this particular point. Serpent Mount is a story about a 5,000-year cycle. When what? When Draco when the draconian constellation was in its, it's reigning it's raining place. With the Thuban, the Thuban being the brightest star in the sky right now. Rastaban being the other star that corresponds to the volcano in Iceland. Okay, Draconian Constellation, again, explain it to you through the ritual of Drake and the appearance of Drake in the Constellation. Hip-Hop is a Constellation. Its Constellation is Polaris. Polaris is being moved. The procession of the equinoxes. Polaris, gets bumped out by the return of the Draconian Constellation. This is the, 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 the herald of the changing of the eons. We are in the throes of the change. So what do you see? You see a fish, or uh, a sea full of dead fish, as the prophecy said it shall be.
0: Mm-hmm. You're going to see
1: rivers of fire, as the prophecy said it shall be. You know what I'm saying? The age of Pisces is finito. So the water bearer must come forth. Man must come forth, bearing water. A new world must be created. Mm-hmm. as well as a new water system must be created. We have to change our water first inside of us for that world to be created. It's going to be an inward job where everyone that is a soldier and a warrior understands that the war is within. That's how you're going to win this war without. Reconnect to nature, ultimately not the nature outside of you, but the nature inside of you, and you shall see not only the mountaintop, you know what I'm saying, but you come down the mountain as well.